Hi, I'm Eric, also known as v 47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour and the Starfleet Escape Podcast. You're listening to another great Four-Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. It's morphin' time! Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. are about to begin an adventure that will forever change their lives. I am a super mega ultra fan of the show because, like, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know when this is going to flip, when this is going to happen, when it's going to happen. And that's my life! And there's a game-changing twist where they'll be pushed further than ever before. And who will have what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast all the rest to claim the million-dollar prize? 39 days, 20 people, one survivor. Today on the Power Hour Extra episode 70, Power Rangers Survivor 5, The Void. Recorded live right now, December 19th, 2020. (laughs) Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. It's time to ranger up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as TrekkieB47. And I'm Doug, also known as IckyBooly. This episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Thanks to our $5 and above patrons, Chris P., Steve F., Doug F., AJW, Tyler W., Tyler B., Tyler D., Eric D., Jacob P., Steve M., Liz M., Craig M., Callum M., Mason M., Hassan A., Bo H., Raheem Y., Derek G., and Teresa B. for supporting us this month. We really appreciate it. And... We're live. This is Power Rangers Survivor, The Void. Doug, how are you doing? I'm doing so good. I'm excited for this. I uh, I can't wait to see how it all plays out because we've done new things here. So <laughs> we're trying stuff out and I can't wait to see how it, yeah. how it plays, you know? Yeah, me too. Like we've, we've been do- working at this uh, for a while and uh, yeah, it's, it's a blast. So uh, we're we're just gonna get right into it. Um, Doug, can you just do like a little, just a quick summary for someone who's completely new to Power Rangers Survivor? Absolutely. So this is a Survivor simulation 
with Power Rangers characters. Um, as the title would imply, this is our fifth season doing it. Typically what would happen is we would pick a cast of Power Rangers characters and we would run them round by round through a Survivor season. If you've never seen Survivor, it's a show where a whole cast of people get stranded on an island and they compete in challenges and vote each other off until there's only one person left. So in ours, it's a bunch of Power Rangers who've been stranded who are competing for who knows what reason. Power Rangers is a wacky property, so... Absolutely. Eh. But they're doing it. Um, and so uh, what we're going to do today is we're going to go round by round. Um, we have all sorts of dice and coin flips and name drawing and all sorts of stuff to sort of gamify the process. Um, so you and I can be surprised. And ultimately, by the end of the of the show, we'll have one winner, our fifth winner of Power Rangers, Survivor. Yeah. And yeah, this is just this is incredible. Uh, we if you listen to our pre-show, you already know the cast, you know, the setting, <laughs> but we're going to dive into it a little bit more. Um, so first off, let let us introduce our cast. Yeah. So first of all, we have Booms Brigade. <laughs> so the Booms Brigade is their color is orange. And consists of Ernie from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, uh, Grace Sterling from uh, Mighty Morphin 1969 team, Justin Stewart from Turbo, <laughs> the one and only kid <laughs> under 18 in Survivor history. That's not allowed on the real show. <laughs> you, can't, you can't starve a child and deprive them of sleep uh, for television entertainment. No, you can't. It's uh, illegal. <laughs> <laughs> we have Elgar from Power Rangers Turbo. Carlos from Power Rangers in Space. We've got Maya from Lost Galaxy. Ryan Mitchell from Lightspeed Rescue. And his sister, Dana Mitchell, also from Lightspeed. And we have my boy, Anubis <laughs> Doggy Kruger, uh, SPD. A very good boy. He deserves <laughs> all the treats. We also have... Sarah Thompson from Ninja Steel. Yes. And what are your, like, maybe top two from this this team? I think from this team, I am rooting for... This This will come as no surprise to anybody who listened to our pre-show. Definitely rooting for Dana, mostly because I feel like she would be really good at Survivor. Yeah. I think both of the Mitchells would be very good at Survivor, and the two of them together should be a deadly combo. Obviously rooting for Doggy because he's dope. Um, but there are a lot of good characters on here. I also called out Sarah as a really cool uh, person to put on Survivor in our pre-show as well. Uh, shout out to Long's Toys in the chat where he says, Ernie wins all. <laughs> Ernie wins hey, all. Hey, who knows? We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> this is completely random. And that was the whole point of the game. It was that this season, everything is completely out of our control. <laughs> we have no idea what the hell is going on. This is yeah. completely nuts and crazy. Yeah, yeah. We're trying something new. If you like it, let us know. <laughs> exactly. Um, my my two picks from this, of course, I'm really rooting for Doggy Kruger. He's a very strong leader. I know he's got the physical challenges handled down. Uh, we don't know anything. We don't know if he'll get injured. We don't know if anyone will get injured. <laughs> we don't know. That's the beauty yeah. of this. And um, I do want to take a side note. Doug, thank you for organizing our show notes. 
Sure. To make this run smoothly. That's a little bit behind the scenes. <laughs> Doug is Doug is a wizard at this stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, Doggy, that's one of my picks. Um, also from this team, I'm actually kind of rooting for Grace on this one. Yeah, I think this tribe has a lot of cool people to root for. Yeah, there's there's a lot of fan favorites here. There's a a great mix of everyone. So yeah, this is uh, Boom's brigade. So Boom, obviously being Orange Ranger, that's who he's named after. So this is this is our tribe, Orange Tribe. Now we're gonna go to the Purple Tribe which is RJ's Rangers. Uh, RJ, of course, being the first uh, Purple Ranger in Power Rangers. So this is named after him. And on this team, we have Zach Taylor from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. We got Alarian, uh, also known as Ari, uh, from the Solar Rangers. Princess Shayla from Wild Force. Wes Collins from Time Force. Tori Hansen from Ninja Storm. And we've got another blood versus water pair with Trent Fernandez Mercer from Dino Thunder, as well as Anton Mercer slash Mezagog, also from Dino Thunder. So much like last season, we have a split personality type person. So two characters for the price of one. We have Sophie from SPD. Jack Deal Good Thomas from Hyperforce. <laughs> yes. And another Yellow Ranger, Zoe Reeves from Beast Morphers. I'm actually pretty excited about this team. How about you, Doug? I'm stoked about this team. I feel like I feel like this team has probably some of the folks I'm most excited to see uh in Jack and Zoe, uh in Ari. Uh, in Zach, you know, like it's, it's got some really Sophie. It's a, it's a really, really great team, but it also has big personalities like you would see on survivor. So who knows? Do they work well together? I don't know. Will they fall apart? I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Yes, we will see. I'm just, I was kind of uh, doing things in the chat. So yes. (laughs) So we've got, we've got two amazing teams for power Rangers survivor uh, 20 castmates in total. Uh, this is, this is going to be crazy. So what's next, Doug? Well, I mean, we're, we're close to being able to dive right in, but we probably should preface just a little bit with how each round is going to work. Yes. Uh, because it will work differently than usual in the past. You and I have sort of role played almost the entire thing with a couple right. things left to chance along the way. This time we're going to try to leave as much to chance as possible. So you and I can actually root without our rooting interests affecting the game. Um, and we can be surprised as well. So typically for yeah. each round, um, allowing for twists, of course, we will do a couple things. We are going to roll a, a D 20 every single round. And what's that, what that is going to do is it's going, to determine whether we get a conventional vote off or if something unexpected happens that pulls somebody from the game. Um, 18 of those numbers, 2 through 20, or sorry, 3 through 20, result in a traditional vote off. But one, if we roll a 1, a critical fail there, um, somebody's injured and they have to be pulled from the game. If they roll a 2, the void, the environment, has taken too much of a toll on that ranger and they've been called back uh, to outpost 1 to be taken care of. 
Um, so there are a couple things looming always in the in the void that could take our rangers out. It's possible we'll never run into those. Uh, it's also possible we'll run into it multiple times. So we're always going to roll a d20 at the beginning of every round. Okay. That's a new mechanic. <laughs> That's completely new. Yes. I forgot to get a coin. Do you have a coin to do the flip a coin? I do. Perfect. I have a I have a Power Morphicon 2016 Dino Charge coin Whoa, with me. What? <laughs> That's awesome. Of course. Of course. Um, some other stuff that we will do every round. We'll talk about a challenge that they're going to compete in. Um, some of the time, the challenges are going to happen really quick, and we'll draw right. a name or flip a coin for the winner. Sometimes, because we wanted to try something different that might work out really well, and who knows, it might not. You'll have to let us know um, in the chat or after the fact. Um, sometimes we gamified it a little bit so that we can build some tension or some suspense just to see what happens. So tried to spread those out so that some rounds are quick, some rounds are a little bit longer, um, and so on and so forth. And then obviously every round is going to result in somebody being eliminated, either voted out or injured or whatever the case may be. So that's typically what you'll see in a round. There will be other things along the way that we'll introduce, whether they're twists, advantages, um, or things like that. But we've got... We've got a nice little list of things we got to hit every round, so hopefully we'll uh, we'll remember all the steps along the way. <laughs> right, uh, and and yeah, again, your show notes are are immaculate for this. <laughs> so I think we're we're ready to go. Chat, let us know who your top picks are, and we'll get started. Let us know in the chat. Also, if you're in the chat. If you're a big fan of Ranger Command, uh, let us know what's up and uh, retweet it, post about it, and we we will we will go for that. So, yeah. Doug, without further ado, let's get right into our first episode. This is episode one of Power Rangers Survivor. Yeah, you want to do our first D roll twenty to figure out whether someone's going to get voted out, injured, or pulled. Yeah, so I've got the huge. This is the decider. <laughs> We've used the decider. This, we used this last season, and now it is completely the deciding vote. It's got this cool silver effect. Uh, got this from a local game shop. So support your local game shops, especially during this uh, pandemic. So I'm I'm gonna roll this. I've got I've got my off to the side. <laughs> We've got a 10. Okay, perfect. So it'll be a traditional vote-off, which is a great way to start the season. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't want thing would anything... would be for someone to be pulled right away. <laughs> I don't want anything crazy to happen in the first, like, two yes. minutes of this. So I don't... Exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's going on. So, yeah, I don't, I don't I want anyone to be like, oh, no, I'm, I'm injured on the first day. How much would that suck in Survivor? I mean, come on. It's... It's happened. It's happened, it's happened though. Couple, yeah. It's happened a couple times. So, uh, yeah. for our first episode, uh, there's going to be a lot of things that are, are getting set up. But ultimately, we start with a challenge. There are two things that that can be found at the challenge that may help people later in the game. So, I want to mention those real quick. Okay. Then we'll get into our challenge. Um, and then we will 
carry on with the round. So in this first episode, we have a couple advantages. Eric, you picked one. I picked one. And these are things that are going to be hidden at the challenge right when they hit the beach, right when they have to start competing. One person will find one. One person will find the other. We're going to draw names to figure out who gets what. So the first of those is the legacy collection advantage. That was your choice. And basically (laughs) what that advantage is, is sort of like... It's, a, it's an advantage that can give you safety at certain points throughout the game, and you hold on to it and you keep it secret, but if you ever get voted out, you have to give that advantage to somebody else. Yes. It can only be used when there are, uh, I believe, 13 people or six people left, so it is the type of thing that you kind of have to wait and bide your time with um, and hope that you get to the point where you can actually use it. So that is one of the things that somebody is going to find. The other one is called safety without power. This is another type of safety item, but Mm. it also comes with a catch. Um, Basically, if you have this safety without power advantage, you can use it anytime. You go to tribal council where you might not be safe. You can leave tribal council, but you don't get to vote. And so Mm. basically you're like, well, I'm out of here because I think I'm in danger, but I'm kind of also burning all of you because... Maybe you needed me, you know? So these are two two safety advantages with a catch that people are going to find. I've got a randomizer here, um, and once we once we talk about the challenge, we'll figure out who gets what. Sure, sure. Um, so let's let's talk just a little bit about the the two casts meeting each other for the first time. <laughs> what do you think? Okay, let's let's go back to uh, the Booms Brigade. So you've okay. got. All these people kind of meeting each other. Let's talk about a little bit of the connections because first off, we've got Justin and Elgar. And mm-hmm. I think first off, everyone is together. They've been transported to the void to the planet that we are that we're on. Actually, let me let me bring up my uh, show notes from the last time because I need to remember names of stuff. That would be helpful. <laughs> um, oh, and that's not it. Uh, but yeah, you always end up having this moment yeah. where like the tribes sort of all come together at the beginning of the game. So you see your tribe, but then you might look twenty feet away and see the other tribe. So there's these this moment where you see who you're competing with, but you also see who you're competing against. You pointed out a good example of that with the orange team, Boom's Brigade. uh, Brigade. Justin and Elgar obviously know each other. Carlos, also connection there. Ryan and Dana now know that they're competing together. Um, And Doggy Kruger is somebody we called out in the pre-show as being somebody who's going to recognize a lot of these players. Um, He's going to recognize Jack um, on the other tribe from hyperforce because there's a connection there, you know? So all these different connections that they're kind of eyeing each other on their team, they're eyeing the other team and they're trying to figure out what's going on all right before they're going to be told to go compete against each other for immunity. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah. So, so yeah, the planet we're on, we're the main planet that everyone is going to be on is called the splintered star. This was the crystalline planet in the Ashen Nebula inside the Void. And we're going to have them go to different challenges at some points where they will be visiting other parts of the Void. You'll see that when we get to one of the actual challenges. And uh, yeah, so right now they're just at the home base, essentially. And that's where the main 
first challenge is getting ready. But first, everyone's kind of sizing each other up before the challenge. And yeah, so with Boom's Brigade, um, you know, I think... I think Sarah's kind of left out a little bit. She doesn't know as many of these people. Um, I don't think she knows any of these people, actually. I don't know if any of her crossovers were on this tribe, but she would recognize people from the other tribe. Yeah, so so right now on, on her own tribe, she kind of feels a little bit maybe left out, I guess. Oh, no, I'm not going to do a deep dive into it. <laughs> that was the, our, our whole point. Uh, but let's talk about the RJ Rangers uh, really quick. So, obviously, um, Ari, Alarian, this is her home turf. So mm-hmm. she is almost like, you know, the native to the void. She knows all the pitfalls, all the dangers, and I think she is going to be almost like a mentor to this team, almost like a guide. Yeah, it could it could go one of two ways. Either the tribe could be really grateful for that and really sort of like let her lead, or it could come across as like, okay, we get it, you know stuff, like we're tired of you, like stop, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see like, does that help them or does that hurt her? Yeah, exactly. And with Anton Mercer and uh, and Trent, uh, you know, they're... They're kind of at odds, I I think, especially with uh, Mezagog still affecting (laughs) Anton Mercer. Um, So let's talk about the first challenge, because this first challenge is really going to determine things right off the bat. Yeah, it's going to set the tone for sure. So this first challenge, this is called Serpentera or Serpentera Turf. I almost said the the survivor name for it. That was my Ranger them up. Yeah, yeah, that was your pick. Yeah, this was your pick. This is based on a challenge that was featured in um, the American version of Survivor. Most of our stuff is based on the American version yes. of Survivor. Showed up in season 26, 28, 34, 36, and 38, if you are a Survivor nerd like me. Yeah. You want to talk about this one since you picked it? Yeah, so this is really cool. So members of each tribe must race into the lagoon. And um, wait, are we picking advantages before or after we do the challenge? We'll talk about the challenge and then we can pick the advantages and then we'll okay. flip a coin to see who wins the whole thing. Okay, perfect. So let me go into... This is... Is this an immunity challenge or just a regular challenge? Reward challenge? Um, I believe all of our challenges result in immunity, but some of them might have rewards attached to them. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. So... All right, I I just wanted to switch to our immunity challenge screen, and you can <laughs> see all the various locations of of the void. We have going from left to right. We have the agate asteroids. Uh, we have uh, kind of like the crystal. Uh, let's see the uh, well. We got kind of like the crystals that are all around uh, the splintered star. Uh, in the middle, we have the. Is this the coral? The craters coral with, like, craters, the lightning and the yes. tides and stuff. Yes. The next location is the ruined Earth, and that's where our tribal councils will be held. Uh, so they get to uh, go to kind of like this marketplace area, and in typical survivor fashion, it's all going to be decorated uh, with you know the the place that they're at. And then 
Uh, finally, we have the Scorched Planet, which is a sea <laughs> of magma, and it's not great. <laughs> it's not great. I wouldn't want to go there. <laughs> I, I definitely wouldn't want to go there, because that sounds horrible. Uh, so, yeah, so this challenge, Serpentera Turf, members of each tribe must race into the lagoon to retrieve a massive serpent, Serpentera, filled with puzzle pieces. Using these puzzle pieces, tribes will unlock a Stega Stinger that they must use to grapple a number of rings from a sand pit. The first tribe to grapple all of their rings wins. Yes. I would like to think that any of the MMPR connected rangers might be a little bit better at this, but this weapon isn't any of their weapons. I believe it's Billy's weapon. Uh, I think from the movie universe. From the so movie, yeah. We'll see. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so before we do the result of that, let's figure out who finds advantages during the challenge. So sure. for the legacy advantage, I'm going to randomize a list of all the contestants here. And it turns out that Elgar <laughs> finds oh, a legacy advantage. <laughs> cool, Elgar. Just what everybody wanted was for you to start the game with some power no love, i don't i don't want it <laughs> love that all right um just a side note where are you typing these in the show are you gonna keep track of this in the show notes or yeah i can so- add them to the show notes okay perfect perfect yep but then- no i don't i don't want elgar to get an advantage i i, I want him out <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i think a lot of people want him out I'm not especially excited for Elgar to, like, start the game with some powers, you know? Yeah. We cast him, but we cast him because he's a character, not because we want him to win. <laughs> so then we'll randomize once again for the other advantage. And for our purposes, just to keep things interesting, we're going to say that the same person can't get both of them. Not just because it's Elgar, but just because we want things to be, uh, to be uh, I don't know, exciting, right? Yeah, yeah. So the person who pull or finds the safety without power advantage is Anton Mercer slash Mesagog. So those are our two characters that are going to start with a little bit of an edge. Both of the villain characters got the advantage? <laughs> what the heck? That's crazy. They're dastardly, you know? They know what to look for. They know how to they know how to start with the upper hand, you know? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hold on. So hit people guy in the chat. Uh, I think he said, can you hide your cameras from a sec- for a second? What's going on, oh. hit people guy? I think they want to see the, the environments in the background, but the environments in the background are a frame. So yeah, um, I yeah, don't I think can't, we can just pull ourselves out of it. I can't do that. All these scenes are set up. Uh, obviously, when we post the podcast version of this, I'll create uh, some, some better graphics and stuff. So... Uh, a lot of this was last minute, so there you go. <laughs> All right, so we've got Elgar with the legacy advantage and Anton Mercer with safety without power. That's Honestly, nuts. it kind of makes sense that like a villain would have a power where he just like nopes out of tribal council and like That's doesn't true. care. That's true. <laughs> and I think both of them are kind of like they already know that they might be on the outs of their team because they're just outnumbered. And so they're going to be searching and trying to find whatever advantage that they can. Yep. And it's like villains to focus more on themselves than the team challenge anyway. So it makes sense that they would find them. So let's flip for the winner. Yeah. Go for it. 
All right, so the winner of this channel... Oh, I guess I should decide which side is which. We'll say that heads is purple and tails is orange. Perfect. Winner of the challenge is purple. So RJ's Rangers pull off the first win. Um, They will be safe from tribal council. It means the orange tribe is going to tribal council, and we will end up drawing a name from that tribe to see who ultimately is voted off. And once we know who that is, you and I can add some flavor to figure out what might have happened um, to determine that person getting voted off. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the reason that the purple team won was since it was an MMPR weapon and they're dealing with, you know, Serpentera. Uh, I definitely think that Zach knew what was up. Uh, Zach is not only MMPR black, but he's also an Omega Ranger and we're going off the last time that we see these characters. And so currently Zach is an Omega Ranger, and he already knew about Zed's plans for Serpentera. He he knows the deal. So I think I think they definitely got an advantage. Maybe Ari is, you know, kind of helping them out on, on the side. Uh she already knows the challenges that everyone's <laughs> gonna face. So yeah. Give them tips on the environment. Exactly. Alright. So why did the orange team fall apart? <laughs> or, or are we just like voting? Like, how, how are we doing that? Well, I figure we can, we, can, uh, we can figure out who was voted out. And then you and I can, if it makes sense, add flavor to figure out why that person might have been the one to get voted out. Sure. Okay. okay. So, orange tribe goes to tribal council. Elgar can't use his advantage this time because it has set set time so nobody is safe from this tribal council and the ultimate result is that oh no (laughs) is that ryan somehow has been voted off of the orange tribe what the heck ryan (laughs) no i was like i wanted to get some titanium power here this is an awful start this is a terrible start but but i can see what might have happened um if you're Um. if you're on a tribe with your sister and they can immediately identify you as a pair that's never going to break up um, and always probably have interests similarly, and and you're always going to be more loyal to your sibling than you are to anybody else, I can see why you might target one of them. I don't really know why you would target one over the other. Maybe there was a split or something, Um, but uh, I can see why a a strong pair would get targeted right off the bat. Yeah, I can can definitely see that. Yeah, Ryan, uh, you know, he, he like uh, Chris in the chat said, he, he needed to get back to the desert. He needed to <laughs> keep doing some soul searching and and all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah I, think, I think you're right. I think they've identified the power couple early. It's someone with strong familial connections. You know, at the end of Lightspeed, they were pretty tight as brother and sister. Obviously, that relationship uh, was strong that they found each other. So, depending on how that showed through on uh, on their campsite, yeah, I think it was easy for people to go, we got to break this up. Yeah, let's not let them get any footing whatsoever. Devastating first boot, but I can understand it from a strategic standpoint. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna cross him off the list because he gone. Oh, oh, this hurts uh, because I'm like hate to see it. I'm like, oh man, we we're gonna have uh, the first American uh, made Ranger <laughs> Titanium. He's freaking awesome. Uh, I was uh, like, oh man, there's gonna be so much drama with him and Dana if they get split up. But 
Look, this is the perfect example. This is completely out of our hands. Yep. Yep. This is what we were trying to remove was any bias. You know, you and I God, might not and I'm like, subconsciously no. <laughs> allowed it to happen, but we had, you know, just is what it is this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan Ryan is our first uh casualty, <laughs> I guess. Rough. Oh, that hurts. Rough. Um so what next? Are are people reacting to this? Or are we going to do reactions so far? I or? think if there are obvious ones, I think we can. I think obviously Dana is pretty upset about this. I, I could see, you know, if everybody was on the same page, um, she could easily be next. Um, or it could be a situation where people are like, you know what? We broke up the pair. That's all done with. We don't right. even need to focus on her. Let's go after somebody else. Um, that's what I imagine would be happening uh, back at camp after the fact. Anyone in particular you think was leading that rally against Ryan? I mean, we do have, uh, I mean, we only have one villain on the tribe and that's Elgar. I can't imagine that he would be taken seriously enough for that. Grace is brilliant. Um, and you know, I think could be somebody you could see making a plan like that. Um, I can't imagine doggy would be the one to do that. Cause I think doggy, would uh would find value in their relationship so um i doubt this was unanimous but i wouldn't be surprised if it was a grace a grace led charge yeah and 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 we've got ryan there he's kind of like doing doing the shrug so he's gone (laughs) he has been voted out so we're actually going to move on to uh the second episode yeah so what's we got to do our general uh, D20. Yeah. First, see if there's a vote out or something else. Off. All right. Uh, we got a 19. All right. Traditional vote off. Most of them should be based solely on probability, but the looming specter of injury <laughs> in the void will always be there. You know? Exactly. And uh, for those uh, who have not read Beyond the Grid, I, I, I think we both definitely highly recommend it. Uh, oh, yeah. That's what we're basing. We're basing most of this lore. I mean, heck, our logo is just pure beyond the grid solar ranger energy going <laughs> on. So yeah. we really wanted to theme this on beyond the grid, the setting of the void. And yeah, definitely check out uh, Boom Studios beyond the grid. There's a hardcover collection that just came out. Uh, there was also a soft cover collection. And we've got uh, an Amazon store uh, for Ranger Command that we have in in our links now, which supports a podcast. And uh, we just added lists to, like, comic books and stuff. So you can find uh, Beyond the Grid on there. But uh, it's it's a definitely good read. Uh, But... Yeah, let's let's get into this second episode. So yeah, uh, this is another challenge of mine uh, that, <laughs> I love that, this. that we put in here. Uh, so the challenge is called "Get Your Robo Goat." Uh, this was featured in the Survivor. What was the original challenge? It's like get. I think it's just get your goat. Get your goat. To be yeah. honest, yeah. <laughs> So we just got get your robo goat. And so uh, this was featured in the original uh, Survivors season three and also nine. Uh, Each tribe has a large pin on the purple plains uh, full of 35 miniature robo goats. Don't ask me how. They're just like tiny robo goat clones. 
The void is a weird place. It's okay? super weird. Who knows? And it's chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> it, it certainly is. And uh, and it has a number of obstacles. So tribes must compete to catch and transport their miniature robo-goats into a smaller pen. So this is a pretty basic challenge. A lot of people are going to be running around. Uh, it's it's going to be nuts. So who is going to be sitting out on the purple team? Oh, geez. Um, I mean, this usually happens in a muddy spot, so I wouldn't be surprised if Sophie sat out. Um, but... Uh... But I don't know. There's, I think there's a few possibilities. I could see Wes being like, I'm good. I don't need to roll around in the mud with some goats. But I could also see him loving it. So I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, um, I, I, I definitely think that, um, I don't know, maybe Princess Shayla, she doesn't want to get her nice uh, robes <laughs> all uh, muddy. I think this might be a, a bit uh, uh, above her station. I could see that. And she wouldn't want to capture any living creatures. That's the thing. Oh, I think you nailed it. She doesn't like this because it seems cruel. This is like cruel and unusual. Why Why is there clones of RoboGoat? This is weird. <laughs> uh, may, maybe this was, you know, more of an evil intention. And she doesn't want to be involved in that. So yeah. she is a conscientious objector to this. <laughs> so the way that this challenge is going to work, this is our first one. Uh, that has a little bit of a gamified aspect to it. Basically, I have two D10 dice here. Oh, I have an cool. orange one and a purple one, one for each tribe. Um, and I'll roll those and we'll subtract that many miniature robo goats um, <laughs> from, you know, from each pen right. until somebody's got all of them. So okay. uh, that's kind of how we'll do this one. Uh, and that way you and I have no idea and it builds a little bit of tension, hopefully. Right? Okay, let's go. All right. So let's first go. Roll, Let's let's go. Let's go. Um, so the 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 Booms Rangers, the orange team starts off real strong with the lead. They have seven goats right out of the gate. Boom. Um to uh the Literal. purple tribes five. Um so they start off with a strong lead. We'll see if they yeah, we'll keep see. it. They add four more the the second time they send somebody out. And the purple tribe only adds three. So the the booms booms rangers are really like coming out strong after having oh, to man. vote somebody out. They've got something to prove. They keep that lead up. They pull off nine more goats to <laughs> the purple tribes seven. So this is it's clearly tight. yeah. This is clearly not something that uh, that the uh, purple tribe is really excited about. Maybe Shayla is like not rooting for her tribe because she's like guys like be gentle with them and so like the <laughs> rangers are like i mean how do i be gentle with it and they're like dropping little robo goats all over the place and no, so just carrying them across no. the field <laughs> <laughs> booms uh rangers the orange tribe pulls off 10 more in one swoop wow. there wow to uh to the purple tribes one so they've got a uh, only five left uh whereas the the purple tribe has oh, uh nearly half of theirs left um, and I think this could be the last round for them. We'll see. Oh, my God. Uh, not quite. Boom only pulls off four. But I don't know if uh, if, if mathematically, I don't know if RJ's Rangers can pull it off. They just got five, but they would have to get. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I don't I don't know if it's even possible because Boom only needs one more. Yep. Orange Tribe pulls it off. Wow. Wow. They are they are out the gate with this one. 
So yeah, it makes it's sense. a comeback. They just lost somebody. Exactly. They've got something to prove, and they're, they're like, "We're not going to go yep. back to back to tribal council. We're not going to lose two tribe mates right off the bat." And there wasn't a single round, except maybe slightly, in that whole whole challenge where where the orange tribe led up even a little bit. <laughs> every single round, every time they sent somebody out. They got more miniature robo goats. They were not letting go of those little <laughs> miniature robo goats. Well, they're, they're kind of cute too. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's weird. It's weird. This it's is a very the void. weird challenge. This is purple the was shook. You know. Yeah, they weren't I, ready for it. I I I think I think you know Shayla on the sideline. She was like, "Hey, don't hurt them. Don't do it." And maybe that was a little distracting to everyone else. I don't know. Yeah. I would think so. Guys, <laughs> don't hurt them. Don't hurt the miniature robo goats. Um, so what? What's next? Because we, if they are going to tribal council, and and I'll switch mm-hmm. to the tribal council. Anton Mercer has his safety without power. Yeah. So anytime we have one of these advantages that can be used at a tribal council, we're basically going to flip a coin to see if they choose to use it or not. Okay. Um, we'll do that before the elimination. Um, we'll still put them in to the randomizer because we want to see a situation where everybody right. else is surprised, right? Like, oh, we tried to vote out Anton Mercer, but he used a power. Um, I guess in this case, it wouldn't be like that because he would just up and leave. Um, but that's typically how these types of advantages will work. So we'll flip a coin to see if he uses it and okay. decides to to nope on out of tribal council. If he doesn't use it, he can use it next time he's at tribal council. Perfect. All right. So they're at tribal council. I don't know. What do you think? Like, are they blaming this on anybody? Is there any sort of like, sort of like primary thought of like how this should shake out for them? I think Shayla probably, it sounds like we're blaming her <laughs> a little well, bit. Well, we won't know because, because of the role. I think, I think there's a number of factors involved. I think, you know, Shayla, um, just kind of being a distraction on the sidelines yeah, I think she might have been a distraction. I think they might have thought like, "Hey, Shayla, you got this because you're one with nature. You could you could do this you challenge." Could talk she's to like, them. No, not doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so there might be some pushback there. Um, who knows with with Sophie? Maybe some. You know, the mud is interacting with the circuits. That yeah. could be a possibility. Muddied up those gears. I'm sure I'm, she's so advanced. I'm sure she has literal gears, Doug. What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> don't know we don't know how there. she works. Um, I, I, I think I think Jack might have been slipping and sliding a bit too much. Uh, might have been out of his realm of uh, of balance. Maybe maybe a little yeah. too much for for Jack. I yeah. don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Let's find out if uh, Anton Mercer decides to stay at this. We'll see if he thinks he's in danger. Yes, he feels... Heads is going to be used. Tails is going to be not used. Okay. Oh. He does not use it. So Anton Mercer chooses to stay at Tribal Council. He's still still eligible to be voted out. So he thinks he's safe. We'll see if he really is. Yeah, maybe he thinks that, you know, enough uh, pushback is on, on Shayla. But we won't know until... The, I mean, the randomizer picks the elimination, so <laughs> it, does. It, it could be different than what we're thinking. We're going to have to get into that mindset. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's... We're, uh, we're the viewers at home, you know? <laughs> yeah, we're we're just as much... Um, although, I, I, I'm scared because, you know, there's, uh, there's Ari. She's a fan favorite of mine. We got Jack. Jack I, I don't know. I'm, I know. I'm scared. I'm scared. Shall I hit it? Hit it. 
Jack. No. Jack, why? No, not Jack. Come on. <laughs> this randomizer hates us. <laughs> We've two I'm, two rounds, God. and it's somebody. It's like the worst. This is the. Uh. This is like a great pick from both of us. Like we wanted Jack. Uh, no. Okay, so what do we think happened? It he was just <sighs> slipping and sliding too much. He wasn't getting enough goats. I mean, he is so Jack is like a former beat cop trying to become an officer. And if you've watched Hyperforce, he it's not that he's um afraid to get down and dirty necessarily, but I think he's more of like a city guy and he's a bit like by the book sort of and, and this in is a way. bit more of a like a this country very... type challenge <laughs> yeah this, this is, is like, like down on the farm <laughs> exactly you know rustle up some goats type oh, of thing i don't man. darn it no i'm so i'm bummed yeah i don't know i don't know why maybe maybe it could be that it could be a combination of jack you know being sort of um strict about certain things maybe he wasn't vibing at camp or something but Man, that's that stinks. <laughs> that's so terrible. About that. I am. Uh, I'm really scared going forward. This I'm is... gonna change everybody I'm rooting for. I'm obviously rooting for Elgar. I'm obviously rooting for <laughs> Justin. <laughs> Do you hear me, randomizer? <laughs> yeah. Let, let's go. Let's goat after them uh, next. Yes. So. <laughs> All right. Wow. Uh, so safety without power is 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 still in play unfortunately still in play yep and this next round's a big one because it's going to add another advantage and we've got um a pretty cool twist um coming up so um All shall right. we get to it yes yeah, so we are uh going to do that uh what's so we don't have an outcome rule no, there's a twist this round that requires oh. somebody to get voted off. The twist so wouldn't make is, any sense if something else happened. This, so this is, is one of the exceptions. Three. This is episode yeah. three. So this is episode three. There's a twist. We're telling you all in the audience ahead of time, even though the players don't know, um, because it's one of the one of the rounds. There's only two, I think, where we won't roll our D20 outcome roll. So okay. um, we'll run right into the challenge. And then we'll get to the other things as we uh, as we progress. So the challenge this time is called When It Rains, It Oozes. Um, <laughs> I chose this one. <laughs> nice. This is a classic Survivor Challenge. It's been featured in Season 3, 8, 16, 20, 24, 33, 37, 39, and 40. Um, and this is basically, it's a classic. And I wish they did it more, honestly. Um, this here, Here's what's going to happen. So each player is going to stand on a platform with a large bucket of Ivan's Ood precarious, Ood's precariously balanced on a beam above their heads. I They're don't like stand it. With, I know, right? It's <laughs> awful. They're going to stand with one wrist attached to the bucket by a rope, and they have to stand there as long as possible with their arm raised. And if they don't keep their arm steady, that bucket of ooze is going to pour all over them, and then they are out. Here's the twist this round. Everybody, regardless of tribe, is going to go to tribal council, but only one person's going to get voted off. So this is an individual immunity challenge, even though it's the tribal phase. This is one of my favorite, favorite twists that Survivor's ever done. Basically, you're only safe if you win the challenge, and this is your only opportunity in the tribal phase to vote off somebody from the other tribe. Make sense? That makes sense. <laughs> so here's how this will work. 
Everybody's going to be competing in this challenge. There's going to be a winner from each tribe. So you're only competing against your own tribe mates here. We'll draw a name from both sides. Um, and then they'll all go to tribal council together and vote off one person. So. All right. Sounds good. I was, sorry. I was just uh, tweeting out the, the link again. <laughs> trying to get some more people in here. All right. Yeah. So. All right. So I'm going to I'm going to get our randomizer ready here. Okay. Um we are going to draw for the purple tribe first, see who wins and who will be safe over there. Oops. Okay. I reset it instead of randomizing. Okay. So the person who's going to end up being safe for purple is Ari. Great. Love to see it. Awesome. Which means somebody else I'm rooting for can't go home this time. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Um, and then for the orange tribe, for Booms Rangers, or we're going to see. Uh oh. Carlos win immunity, so Carlos and nice. Ari are going to be safe. Nice. Nobody else is safe. Okay. Okay. No All one right. else is safe. Yes. So everybody after this challenge is like freaking out. They're going back to their beaches and they're like, wait a second. How do we protect our own people? We have just as many people as they do. They could vote out one of us. It's true. We could vote out one of them. When we get to tribal council, we got to figure out like, can we bring somebody over to our side? And that's what this tribal council ends up doing is it, it, it forces you to convince people from the other tribe to vote off somebody from their own side. Wow. And it ends up being chaos and wonderful and everybody's I, talking at tribal council and it's just, it's totally absurd. I it's don't the know, best. I don't know if I've ever watched a survivor with the joint tribal council. I don't think uh, that's from a season I've watched. It's so good. I love it. It's one of my the favorite drama. things. I, I know. It's great because you're like, well, wait a second. How am I supposed to convince somebody else they should vote off one of their own tribe mates and then have them go back to their own camp and basically be like, I just, you know, I just thought it was good for us to be down a person. Like, it, it's it's a wild, wild thing to have to figure out. So, have so we talked about the hidden him immunity idol? No. So everyone's freaking out, right? It makes sense that people are starting to be like, okay, yeah. well, I got to do something for myself. So everybody's going to go off on their beach before tribal council and see if they can find some sort of form of safety. One person's going to find a hidden immunity idol. If you've never watched Survivor, basically, this is safety in your pocket. You can pull it out when you feel like yep. you're unsafe at tribal council and surprise everybody. Basically say like, JK, you can't vote for me or all those votes that you just pulled out, like voted for me. They don't count. So it's like a one-time safety that you can use. And then once once you use it, it's gone. Amazing. For our version, it's going to work like everything else. We're going to flip a coin to see if anybody uses it. If it gets used, somebody else will find it. Okay. Okay. All right. So I believe that I have removed the folks. Everybody's at Tribal Council now. I believe I've removed everybody who's safe. Um, let's see if um, if Anton uses his safety without power real quick. Heads means he uses it. Tails means he doesn't. Okay. He does not use it, which seems really... S well, I guess it makes sense because you don't want to leave your tribe high and dry in this situation. Um, so he is eligible. Um, and I think that's all we need to do before we figure out who ultimately ends up getting voted out. Yeah? But um, it says flip coin for idol. Are we doing... Has anyone found the Oh, thank you. We got to figure out who finds it. Thank you. Thank you for the reminder. So the person who finds it 
is Elgar. <laughs> Are you kidding me? He's got two advantages now. <laughs> it's so stupid. What the heck? It's so stupid. I hate that. Okay, fine. Fine, Elgar. Uh, Elgar came uh, with a mission. Basically said, you know what? Divatox did really well, but she didn't win. So and I'm going to go in gonna and go I'm going to win. <laughs> so that's, wow. That's, uh, Elgar came, uh, did not come to play. He's here. He's here for business. So let's see if he ends up using his newly found idol at this. Heads means he uses it. Tails means he doesn't. He does not use it. Um, so he is also vulnerable. So everybody okay. is there. Nobody left. Nobody's safe except for Ari and Carlos. And then um, does does Anton Mercer use safety without power? He did not use it. Okay, got it. So he it. he decided to stay, which means he can still get voted out. So I'm going to hit our randomize. Oh, we'll God. see who goes. Maybe the randomizer loves Elgar, and he'll, and it'll kick Elgar off of this episode. We'll see. Ah, oh. uh, no. Come on, don't do this to me. Sophie. No! We, <laughs> God! We barely got to explore Sophie's motivations here. Right? We didn't even get to talk about her other than hoping she didn't get mucked up in the mud. Are you freaking <laughs> kidding me? Okay, so what's what's happening here? So, I have to imagine... Okay, let's look at who who was present for that. Because it has to it has to be in the connections. First person I would look at is, like, Anton Mercer. He's a villain. First person I would be like, did you switch... Like, to get somebody voted off of our side. But I guess if you think about it, are there other connections? Are there other connections that could be taken advantage of that would make sense? I mean, Zach is connected to Ernie. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. Um, and, and well, not really. He's not really connected to... Ari to is connected folks. to Grace. That's true. They so maybe there's together. like a Maybe there's like an Ari, Zach grace ernie situation brewing across tribal lines Ooh, kind of Um, like an mmpr alliance maybe yeah yeah kind of like a wink wink nudge nudge yeah some og folks yeah who else would who else would throw sophie under the bus to convince enough people is that i don't know does anybody hate robots i don't think so (laughs) i i think a proponent for her would be doggy Doggy would certainly want to keep her, but I guess like it could be one of those situations kind of like Dana and Ryan where oh, it's like, they okay, don't you're at the same up. tribal council and we just saw you two talking to each other. Yeah, like, we don't right. want you two to ever meet each other. And Doggy's probably amazing in challenges. Um, and if they're deciding who to get rid of from the other tribe and they want to keep their guy in Doggy, right. um, I could see them going after Sophie. So I, it's it's got to be something like that. There's got to be some cross-tribal situation going on and some like weakening of pairs going on. Doug, this hurts. It really does hurt. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love Sophie. She's I I watched that two parter uh, last week, and yep, me it too. just reminded me how much of a great character and uh, potential ranger she could have been. Yeah, it's a bummer. I... She kicked a grunt's leg into another grunt. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <was so> cool. <laughs> She's got the robot strength uh... and everything. This is. This is crap. you know what it's <laughs> it's it's appropriate though the first time they use this this uh, twist a fan favorite got voted out so rough wow rough, rough, rough. wow All wow right. wow uh, so we are moving on to 
episode four. So, uh, quickly, how many how many episodes do we have here? Do we have a intermission scheduled at some point? We haven't decided where we're going to put it. Um, we have it at like we have thirteen episodes. Is basically how many rounds we're going to run. Let's do the oh, let's do the intermission right before the merge. Okay, cool. So we got three more rounds before intermission. All right. I'll just put that in here. All right, so we're going to episode four. This is a very straightforward round, everybody. This is a very <laughs> straightforward round. Uh, let's roll D20 for the general outcome. Um, actually, I'm going to roll one of my smaller D20 to see if I can get really random here. Uh, five. Okay, traditional vote off. We're still rolling strong. No one's getting injured. What numbers are the injury and... How have you determined that? One and two. Just the worst worst numbers. Worst oh, outcome. the worst numbers. Okay. Yep. So yeah. we want to avoid the low numbers if we can. Yeah, okay, yeah. got it. Yep. yep. Uh, so this will be a general uh, rollout. We're going to introduce the challenge. This was one of my picks. This is Dragon the Dragonzord. This was featured in seasons 28, 31, and 40 of the original Survivor. So tribes must push a cart with three large chests through an obstacle course, uh, stopping at three towers along the way and a station where they must deconstruct and and reconstruct their cart. At each tower, they will retrieve a key. Once they've completed the obstacle course, they will use the keys to unlock the chests and reveal the three puzzle pieces, the Dragon Zord, the Sabertooth Tiger Zord, and the Triceratops Zord. And the first team to construct the Dragon Zord in battle mode wins the challenge. I want like a miniature, not even a miniature, like I want like a big puzzle that's basically a Dragon Zord in battle mode. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. Well, it's happening in in this season of Survivor. So, uh, right now, um, is anyone not in the challenge uh, for the orange team? Because they're they're yeah. Someone would have to sit out. I feel like for something like an obstacle course, we're probably looking at like an Ernie or an Elgar. Um, somebody like that, I would imagine, is is probably sitting you know what? out. I, I, I think I think Ernie's gonna set out. He's like, guys, I I, I found this like really cool new fruit, and I'm gonna <laughs> make a smoothie out of it. And so while this you guys are doing the challenge, chance. I'll make the smoothie. <laughs> I don't know how he's getting a blender in the void. It's the void. It's the void. Okay. It's there's just one lying around, so it floats cool. into him. You know, just like oh hey oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for this challenge, because it's an obstacle course, we're going to try to do a dice roll thing. So I've oh. got two D6s here. I've got an orange one and a purple one, just like before. Okay. Um, and basically, every time a tribe rolls uh, an even number, they are going to advance one place in the challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, there are, I think, five stages There's five sta- stages, yes. Each tower, unlocking the zords, and assembling the puzzle. So for, basically, first tribe to roll evens five times is going to win. Okay, great. All right, so first first tribe to get to the first tower. Oh, geez, they're both struggling. Okay. All right, so purple tribe advances. Okay. Um, and the other tribe does not. 
Purple Tribe advances again, which means the Orange Tribe is still stuck on their first tower. Oh, good lord. They haven't managed to get past the first tower. Both tribes advance. So Purple's still got like a two-station lead here. They've managed to get all of their keys from all of their towers. They're working on unlocking their puzzle pieces. They can't quite get them while the Orange Tribe passes through another tower. Catching up on them. Purple Tribe manages to unlock their puzzle pieces. Orange Tribe is still stuck at their second tower. So we'll see if the Purple Tribe can pull this off while the Orange Tribe is still struggling. And they manage to do it just as the Orange Tribe unlocks their third key. So it's kind of a blowout. Purple Tribe does pull off the win. Wow. So this is going back and forth and back and forth, basically, which is what I love to see, even though I hate that the people who've gone home have gone home. Yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of that. That's that's not great. <laughs> but I love when survivor seasons play out evenly like this. Um I hate to see one tribe get blown out, so I'm I'm appreciative of that at least. Absolutely, absolutely. So what fell apart for the orange tribe? Was there any one person that you think screwed it up? Cuz cuz they were dragging pretty hard. If Ernie sat out, I have to imagine Justin is struggling. This is a very oh, geez, that's right. This is a physical <laughs> challenge. He is a kid. He's probably kid. like, Justin, we can lift you up onto the tower. And he's oh, like, Lord. I'm a child. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's what it was. I could see that. I could see that. So Orange Team yeah. is going to end up going to, to Travel Council this time. Uh, <laughs> I get scared when Orange goes because my boy Doggy. I know. And I know. <laughs> oh, I I don't even want to speculate. I I Ugh. think I think we're going to have to Okay, wait. So we yeah. have to we have to know if What was the legacy advantage again? What, what how can they do that? So oh, use that advantage. 13 or 6. So we don't even exactly. have to worry about that. So um, nobody is safe this time around because Elgar does have the immunity idol. Oh, that's right. We got to see if he plays his immunity idol. Jeez, Elgar has way too much power. I this is this is this sucks. <laughs> this is the dynasty. This is the Divatox dynasty. I know, you know. If he's rooting hard for this, so let's flip a coin to see if he okay. uses the idol or not. Sure. Heads, he uses it. Tails, he does not. He does not use it. He hangs on to it. Wow. I don't know what he's thinking because he might be going home. Hopefully. He's got too much power, but people probably don't know he has it. So I don't think he's really talking to anyone either. Yeah, who would he tell? He's not going to tell Justin, right? No. He's he's not on a tribe with any other villains, so like, yeah, he he honestly the reason he probably has so much power is cuz he's probably like hustling cuz he's like I'm on a tribe with all heroes. So, Whew. all right. Shall I randomize? Shall we see what happens? Uh, Doug, I am so nervous, but do it. <laughs> God. Dana from Lightspeed Rescue. Are you is kidding me? Uh, <laughs> wow, Dana. Why? Why would you get rid of her? Somebody in the chat made such a good point about how God. breaking up the couple is fine, but you keep Dana because she has first aid experience. Why would you get rid of her? Who's getting rid of her? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> what the heck? <sighs> okay, okay, we let, let, let's talk this out because okay, what happened? someone someone has a vendetta against the the Mitchell family. Yes, what, what who are... hates family? <laughs> <laughs> who on this tribe hates family? Well, it's not Elgar. He's doing it for family. 
He's doing right. it for his, uh, you know, Aunt Diva talks. Who, it's weird, because all these are rangers, so they're not vengeful. But, I mean, like, I don't know. Did anybody lose their family? <laughs> Is somebody, like, not wanting to be reminded of their family? <laughs> what if... What if Grace is playing a long game? We know she's very calculated. Yeah. And I think that the Lightspeed Rangers, as, you know, Ryan and Dana, I think I think she's thinking that maybe Dana still has too much um I don't know. Maybe maybe Dana has resentment for Ryan getting voted off the first time. And yeah, maybe she was trying to put something together and people like sniffed it out or something. Yeah. So do do we want to say that Grace maybe was pulling the strings a bit? She's It's she's been known to do that. Seems likely, to be honest, it seems likely. So. Uh one one other thing I wanted to discuss mm-hmm. real quick is because um since both Grace Sterling and uh Doggy were heavily involved in the shattered grid and you know they they were two major uh components of it do you think do you think doggy and maybe grace are strategizing together they could be it could be one of those things where like you wouldn't expect them to work together because they're both sort of like strong-headed leaders but maybe they also recognize that and figure like we just got to do it because right. eventually we're going to be targeted, so we may as well stick together. I can see it. Yeah, I can. I can see it too. So, Dana, Dana's out. I hate to see it. <laughs> you really, you really do. You really hate really to do. see it. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to move on to episode five, right? Yes. Yes. So we're going to roll the general outcome here. Oh no. What? It's a two. Oh, no! So at some point over the course of this round, somebody basically is, like, not taken by the void, but the void becomes too much for them. Yeah, so how we we did this is that the void um, obviously drains rangers of their energy. And, um... So what's going to happen here? Sorry, I was just changing scenes. I've got to remember to do that. You know, I actually think, you know, for some of these rounds, if we have something like this, it could be a situation where we play out the challenge. It could not be, right? In Survivor, sometimes people get injured or they become exhausted before the challenge, during the challenge, or after. I think the challenge that we chose actually works for this outcome because the challenge we chose is called Choose Your Weapon. And basically, it's one where, like, you're, you're using these these sort of like weapons um, yeah. you're like choosing which one to use and you're trying to like hit targets and stuff. And the weapons that I had chosen for this challenge are not easy weapons to use. So I could see that this could be a circumstance where they do go to the challenge, which we'll still describe for you guys. Okay. If, you're, if you're curious, okay. um, but maybe it's a situation where somebody, you know, uh, use too much energy or too much of their life force, I guess, um, trying to wield one of these weapons um, but in this case, maybe we don't finish the challenge because uh, so in the this, void becomes too much for them. In this instance, since we we have the um, since we have this where they they are taken by the void or or, or injured or they've lost a lot of energy, um, no one is getting voted off 
right? Right, right. No one's going to get voted off. And based on the nature of this challenge and and how I think this would probably go, it could probably it could be anybody from the cast. Okay. Um. So I, I'm envisioning they start this challenge. Somebody gets in over their head, um, or does too much. They're trying to be the hero, and they and uh, we have we have even teams. So no one, everyone is playing this game. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. playing so, this challenge. So that's how I'm envisioning it's going to go. Let me tell you all how the challenge works so that you can kind of envision what, sure. what we're envisioning here. So this is called Choose Your Weapon. We both actually picked this one yes. um, without even consulting each other. It was featured in the first season of Survivor as well as 6, 8, 14, and 19. And this is how it goes. Tribes will compete with an array of weapons over three rounds. Each round, a player from each tribe will choose one of the weapons and those two players will face off to hit a target. The winner of each face-off earns their tribe a point. Um, first to uh, two points wins. Um, and the weapons that they were or that they're choosing from are all hyperforce weapons. Nice. Um, and th- yep. And they all have different um, accuracy and power. So um, basically, we have the hyperforce red Iapetus blaster, which is like a cool lion paw blaster thing. This one Ooh. always hits, but it doesn't hit as hard. Right. Um, we have the the hyperforce pink Hyperion bow. This is uh, more accurate than the last one. Packs a little bit more punch, uh, or less accurate than the last one. Packs a little bit more punch. Okay. And then we have the hyperforce yellow Creus cannon, which is mm. the least accurate but packs the biggest punch. So what I'm envisioning happened. Somebody, we don't know who yet, because we're going to draw for this. Somebody said, I want that Creus cannon. <laughs> and they missed Either because it was too much for them, or because they tried to be a hero. And it, it, it was too much for them, you know? Or they so did the, too much with so it. So the person using the cannon is the one that's going to get injured. I think so. Or basically, or because drain. this is a void. Yeah, they, they're they using too much energy in this challenge. It's kind of like yeah. if you were to go too hard and kind of uh, kind of exhaust yourself. And so, the void runs on people's life force. So they've yes. basically given too much to the void when they needed to conserve some of that. So what they did is, like, whoever wanted to win this challenge super hard, and <laughs> they're like, I'm using that cannon... And I'm putting everything into it. They put too much into it. So who's it going to be? So it could be anybody. Are we picking it? I, I was going to randomize it, but unless you, what, what do you no, want to do? No, no, no. I'm saying, what, yes, let's draw the name. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So it could be anybody. Nobody's safe because this is not happening at Tribal Council. It's happening at the challenge. I'm going to hit randomize. Are we are we ready to go? Yeah, come on. Make sure I've got everybody out of here that should be out of here. Danny, get out of here. You're not supposed to be in this list anymore. And the person who went too hard. Oh, I, you know what? I could see this. I could see this. Okay. Sarah of the Ninja Steel team decided, oh, you know what? Okay. It's time for me to step up. I got yep. this. I'm a strong lady. I can do this. And Sarah is often stretching herself too thin. We saw that in an episode. Wow. Literally a whole episode about her stretching herself too thin. So I think this is a circumstance where Sarah said, I want that, and I'm taking this home. And plus, and she's such a tech head. She's hard. like, yep, that Creus Cannon, sign me up for that. Yep. I think that actually makes sense. It's the, f- the first elimination I could that fully wrap sense. my head around. <laughs> Yeah, it makes sense now, but oh my god. I know. Ugh. 
well, you know, the, the problem with this is we we love almost all these characters. So we do. I mean, we, be a little we, bit of a bummer. They wouldn't be on the show if we didn't enjoy them so much. Exactly. Exactly. So that's a bummer, but it makes a lot of sense. That stinks for for Sarah, and it stinks for the orange orange team because they're losing somebody. Well, um, not and that's only a that, bummer of a way to go. Yeah. Not only that, the orange team has been hit hard by these challenges. Like early on, Ryan you know, first one out Mm -hmm. and then you got Dana. And then on top of that, now Sarah got injured. Orange team's not looking so hot. I think their morale is going to be a bit down. Yeah. I do think uh, it makes it. Yeah. That I think that makes a lot of sense. I think if also, if this is like a grace and doggy thing, like not that they're responsible for Sarah, but I could see it being a situation where like the more people go, the more people turn to them. So it kind of works in their favor in a way. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, well, what a, what a, what a weird way for somebody to go out of the game, but, uh, see ya, Sarah. Bye. <laughs> oh, <God>. Bye. <laughs> Bye. All right. All right. We are moving on to episode six, rolling the decider for the big, I, I gotta do this. Oh, 19. Bonk. All right, so it's a traditional vote-off, which is good, because the worst thing in the world would have two rounds in a row where someone's injured or taken by the void. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, Doug, this challenge was one of your picks, so why not yeah. uh, talk about that? Yeah, so this one is called Chain Reaction. I couldn't think of a cool ranger name for it, but it's, you know, that's what it's called. Um, and this is actually my nod to International Survivor because this was featured in Australian Survivor and South African Survivor. It's never been in the American TV series. Um, I hope they'll do it because I like it a lot. This is a team endurance challenge. So both uh, both tribes will form a human, or I guess, you know, not all of them are human, a uh, castaway chain by standing side by side with their palms out towards the person next to them. So they're kind of standing up like this. A disc with a torch is placed between each set of palms, and it's kept up by applying pressure on both sides. So on both sides of you, you've got this like disc-shaped torch, and you're pushing it towards the person on either side of you, and they're pushing it back. You have to try to keep the torches up. The tribe that has at least one pair of people standing with the disc between them the longest wins. So, Team Endurance Challenge. I really like it because it's unconventional. I think it's pretty cool. Plus, I had to shout out uh, Australian Survivor and South African Survivor because they're both really good. Yeah, a- absolutely. Like, um, yeah, I've never watched it, but I, I know you're a huge fan of it. So <laughs> Love it. But, Love but it. this sounds like a, a pretty crazy challenge, and I think that's why you picked it. It's cool. It's cool. It usually ends up, uh, I think in Australian Survivor, they did it like on a cliff next to the next to the ocean. So it's like cool. And they were like getting hit with all sorts of stuff. It was very cool. Um, so it's it's a, it's a nice endurance challenge. It's a good teamwork challenge, which is good for, for these types of things. Um, but there is a twist this time. So the tribe that loses this challenge is going to end up getting a secret bottle with a secret, or I guess the bottle's not secret, a bottle with a secret message that they will open when they get to tribal council. We're not mm. going to tell you what it is because they don't know what it is yet, but that is a thing to watch out for. But this so, is a twist, right? This is a twist. They don't know what the oh twist is, God. but they just know that if if they lose this challenge, uh, they get this bottle with a secret message. They don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. All right, let's flip a coin for the challenge. 
Yeah. So uh, let's say that heads is purple and tails is orange. The team that wins this challenge is orange. So purple team ends up losing. They're going to have to go to tribal council and they get this bottle with a secret message in it that they have to take with them to tribal council. Okay. Okay. All right. So, anything we need to take care of before we send them off to Tribal Council? So, if Purple is going to Tribal Council, we still have mm-hmm. the safety without power that Anton Mercer has. Yes. So, we have to figure out whether or not he is going to use that. That's the only advantage on that side, right? That is correct. All right. So, let's figure out if Anton Mercer is going to stay at this Tribal Council or dip out. Heads use, tails not. He does not use it once again. Wow. So but he's really playing with fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he really is. I, I, I don't know what he's thinking in this uh, instance. So um, before we draw, so is is the secret bottle read after the elimination? Yep, they'll open the secret bottle after they vote somebody out. Good Lord. So yes. <laughs> who is number one for, or who's who's getting eliminated? Yep, yep. So the person who is voted out is Anton Mercer, who could have dipped out of tribal council if he wanted to. His hubris has His got hubris. to him. Why with the hubris? <laughs> Which is a wild thing to do because you have this secret message. You, you don't know if it's good or bad. You could have literally left tribal council, Mezagog. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't think he was on his game with this. I, I think... I think he was too confident that he could somehow, like, just get out of this. Maybe he thought the secret advantage or the secret message was another advantage, like another rise of power. Because they don't know what it is. It could be good. It could be bad, right? Yeah, it could be good. It could be bad. Who knows? Maybe when they had that joint tribal council, maybe he and Elgar as the only sort of villains, um, sort of, traded notes maybe elgar didn't tell anybody anybody on his tribe about his advantages but maybe he told mezagog so mezagog was like okay let me see if i can collect some advantages i don't want to give up my safety without power because then elgar and i can't use it together as sort of like the villain contingent yeah that's so maybe it was a little bit of hubris a little bit of waiting too long a little bit of trying to collect uh advantages but ultimately he uh he goes home with an advantage in his pocket oh so this this is not put back into the game then no the safety without power one does not go back into the game god he he could have got on top he could have used it he could have been immune could have dipped out (laughs) so now we got to take care of this bottle so what is bottle what's the bottle this bottle this is a twist from season 13 of survivor this is a real twist that they use only one time wait so for in any season of survivor in all of Survivor, they've only used this twist one time. Oh, God. So, the Purple Tribe, still at Tribal Council, is instructed to open their bottle. They take out the message, and it reads, You must immediately vote out another one of your tribe mates. What? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Not kidding you. That is an actual thing that happened on Survivor Cook Islands. <laughs> wow. So now we have to roll another elimination you know i i thought the orange team was having some bad luck but (laughs) this is bad so first off orange luck seems to be turning around at this point 
I mean, it it's it's a pretty quick turnaround too because they they lost Sarah, but then the next round, um, you know, they they won the challenge and they didn't have to face this this bottle and secret message. Um, this... So they don't know it yet, but when they get to the next challenge, they're going to be like, oh, uh, okay. So I thought we were going to be even here, but we seem to have an upper hand. This is a game changer, I think. <laughs> well, considering how even the game was to this point, yeah, I would say so. <laughs> All right, let's get this over with. Oh and my no one God. has an advantage because Mezagog was the only one. It. I know. Why does Elgar have so much power? I don't know, but I don't like it. I don't like it either. <laughs> I swear to God, if he's the winner, I'm... <laughs> well, but that's the it thing. It would make sense. It would be a good story. <laughs> it would be a great story because Divatox got screwed two times in this game in previous seasons. And it could be a revenge. We don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. All Randomize right, it. Tell me who it is. Oh, boy. Here we go. The player voted out is Ari, the Purple Solar Ranger. Come on! <laughs> no! Why? Doug, why? I don't know, but this is how you know that uh, this is truly random, because we never would have chosen this boot order. <laughs> no, not in a million years. So, what's going on here? Who's... <sighs> who's... What? Well, hey, did they have a chance to talk before this second elimination? Or No. Because it's I that think, tribal council. So, in the actual series, they didn't talk. But now, it, because I think they probably didn't realize they could. Nowadays in Survivor, I think they probably would have been allowed to. So, I think they might have whispered, you know, here and there. Um, so, okay. I don't know. Like, what do we think What do we think the, the rationale here was? I mean, we have uh, not a ton of connections, but I, I don't know. Like, is it just the fact that she's the odd one out i mean she knows the place though so she seems like an asset i guess like at this point they might be expecting a merge soon and if that's the case taking out somebody who's going to know the environment and have sort of a leg up might make sense you know what that that i that makes sense um it just seems like you know a, a lot of these rangers would kind of rally to whoever Mm -hmm. But, you know, with Anton out of the picture, there's no, like, clear villain for them to be like, yep, let's just get rid of the villain. Well, that's true. Yeah, they probably were like, well, this is really straightforward. We'll get rid of the villain. Totally blindsided by the fact that they're going to have to vote out a ranger next. And so then they kind of have to turn on their strategy wheels a little bit more. Yeah, and and that was the clear reason why he got voted out for the first time. It was just like, look... He's the villain. No one's playing around with this guy. And Trent's like, look, I know my dad. We got to get him out of here. But now, I can't wrangle that guy. <laughs> but now with this secret bottle, they were forced to make a hard decision. And I think, I think you might be right. I think just because Ari knows so much about this, it yeah. might give her an advantage over the other players because you have to think that people are starting to think about the upcoming merge because yeah, who's going to do well in an individual setting because we had that challenge where they all voted out that we had that big tribal so we already started to see seeds like you know we saw kind of like the little mmpr alliance that's another mm-hmm. thing People might have noticed that Ari was kind of buddy-buddy with Grace. 
Yeah, why are they talking? Why know? are they talking? So, I think at this time, I think that makes sense, actually. I, I know yeah. we hate it, but, yeah, but we I have to rationalize it, would, it. Yeah, and I could see how it would play out on TV, right? That tribe goes and they're like, this is no big deal, whatever, we'll just get it over with. Clean hands, opens the bottle, gagged. You know what I mean? So, wow. I could see it. Dang, wow. rough. Wow. And what a what a weird way to go into the you know, into into the future of the game. So thinking you're going to be even next round and being down one person. So exactly. Whoo. All right. So right now we have, I'm just typing in, in the show notes. Um, <laughs> I know I should mute myself, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah. So right now we're going, we're going to do an intermission um doug you want to do five minutes ten minutes what are we what are we telling people i think we probably could do a quick five minutes right gives people time to run to the bathroom get a drink i know know. i need to something like that (laughs) (laughs) so uh we're gonna we're gonna have an intermission um i'll do the uh the uh, graphic for that in a second but yeah uh, i hope everyone is enjoying this round so far of power ranger survivor uh, let us know in the comments who, with everything going on, who do you want to see win? If your favorite was taken out, we don't know. So uh, let's go into intermission, and we'll be back in five minutes, uh, around 7.36 uh, Central, 8.36 uh, Standard. So we will see you then. Hey everyone, we are back from intermission. I hope everyone has had a chance to uh, rest up, get some drink, go to the bathroom, because (laughs) we're coming back to Power Rangers Survivor Season 5, The Void. The Void. And Doug, something crazy is going to happen as soon as we come out of intermission. What are we doing? It's the merch. It's blah, 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 blah. <laughs> or <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> Holy crap! We've yeah. got the merge. Yeah, if you've never watched Survivor before, basically this is where it goes from being a team game to being an individual game, where every player is playing for themselves, and everyone goes to tribal council every single time, unless there's a twist. Unless there's a twist. So, um, (laughs) right now, um, and after this, there's um, more people that, like, everyone's going to become part of the jury, correct? Yeah, at this point, everyone becomes part of the jury, which is, in a typical season of, of Survivor, the folks who, at the end of the game, will vote for who wins. Um, when you get down to three people in Survivor, that's as far as you can go. And then the people you most recently voted out get to decide which one of you wins a million dollars, which is the beauty of the game. <laughs> Convincing people whose shot you ended <laughs> to vote for you to win. <laughs> Exactly. So going, um, uh, let me see, because I'm just, I'm quickly modifying our show notes so I don't have to scroll all the way back up to the top. (laughs) Um, So going into this merge, talk a little bit about, vamp a little about the situation we have going into this, because um, Elgar and and all that situation, while I uh, 
while I mute myself and clean this up a bit. Of course. Yeah. So the first, I mean, the very first thing that the orange team is going to notice when they're all brought together on the same beach and they get the news you've merged is that the purple team is down two people instead of one. So obviously the first thing they're going to say is like, yo, what happened? Purple team probably just going to tell them we were forced to vote off two people. And the orange team is going to have to sit there and be like, oh no, that's terrible. When obviously that's the gr- a great thing for them. What complicates it is there's obviously connections, right? So sometimes when you hit a merge, it, it stays sort of in this team mindset. Um, but sometimes you end up working with people that maybe... Um, you have a connection with or who you've been vibing with, even if you've never really interacted. They did all go to that tribal council together. So inevitably they've talked with one another. And in our case, our players often know each other. So you do have Ernie on one tribe and Zach on the other. It's It makes perfect sense that you would expect them to work together once there's a merge. Grace and Zach, right? Um, you have you have folks like, um, like Wes... From Time Force, Maya from Lost Galaxy, um, folks that might have intersected in some way, shape, or form. Um, Doggy, well, I guess Doggy has lost a couple people along the way, but you would have seen somebody like Doggy and Sophie, or Doggy and Jack, end up uh, connecting at this point. And this is really where the game like starts to shake up. The merge episode is always one of the most unpredictable episodes, or at least it should be, if everybody is playing with their own interests in mind. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm still working on on the show notes a bit. Um, but what? Who do you want to see going into this? I know we've lost. Oh my god, some fan favorites. So I what, think I've what do lost you think? everybody. I think I've lost everybody. I said I was rooting for in the pre-show. I think wow. literally everybody I was rooting for is gone because Ari is gone, Jack is gone, Sophie's gone, Dane is gone. So based on who's left, I really like your. Uh, I, don't, I hope this isn't jinxing them, but I really Please like don't. your pick of Grace. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that she's incredible. And if the game has been going the way that we think it's been going, um, I would love to see what she, she has to do here. Would love to see El, Elgar really put his foot in it here at the merge. Um, that would be a beautiful thing to see. Yeah. Um, Zoe, I would love to see Zoe do well. She is, um, you know, she's not the youngest because Justin is there, but she is the newest ranger. Um, so a little bit more inexperienced. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We talked on the pre-show, like there's a bit of a naivete about the beast morphers rangers that makes them really endearing. They're learning their place, you know? And so, uh, I think, uh, I think that's, that's a fun character to root for. And then Tori is, I, I love, I love Tori. We've, we've like not even talked about Tori yet. She's been so quiet. She's just vibing with nature. You know what I she's, mean? Like, she's vibing with nature, but I think more <laughs> importantly, a lot of these challenges have been water type based. For yeah. The most she's part. just doing her thing she's and people are thing. here for it. Yeah. People um, like her. She's. She's easygoing. She knows what's up. And I think as we start going further into this season, uh, as we near the end game, we're going to see more of those connections form. And the merge is the perfect place to do this. Oh, totally. totally. So, but we have to say that Team Orange has the advantage with seven Rangers or seven uh, castaways versus mm-hmm. uh, the Purple Six. And... Elgar is holding not only the legacy advantage, but an immunity idol. He is playing four keeps. Yep. Well, here's the cool thing about the merge. This is something that everybody kind of expects um, about the merge 
is for there to be an, like other advantages introduced. Typically, mm-hmm. it'd be a hidden immunity idol. So pretty much every modern season of Survivor, once you merge, you start looking for a hidden immunity idol. And we're going to see another player end up finding that here as they merge. So Elgar won't be, hopefully, the only person with advantages um, in this game at this point. So hopefully somebody can balance that out for him. Should we draw for that while we're while we're sort of settling our uh, merge situation here? No, the 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 merge is is set in the show notes. Yeah, let's do that. Cool. Let's figure out who ends up finding a hidden immunity idol, so Elgar is not the only one. So the person who ends up finding a hidden immunity idol here at the merge is Maya, which. I think makes sense. I know Maya's yeah. not from this environment, but she is very in tune with nature, and I don't think it would be hard for her to sort of acclimate to a new environment. So I think it makes exactly. sense that she would be somebody who could navigate her way into stumbling onto one of these idols. Yeah, and I think, yeah, you know, swinging around in whatever trees and <laughs> uh, crystals are, are around. I was going to say crystal vines. Uh, yeah, crystal vines. <laughs> Why the hell not? It's the sure. void. Um, so I think she's, you know, exploring a bit uh, going on. Um, so what's what's next for episode seven? So typically they'll have a big feast and then they'll go into a challenge. So we might as well throw them right into their merge challenge. Here. Do we do a general outcome roll? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we haven't done that yet. Okay. We're, we were so excited about the merge. We didn't do that. Eleven. Perfect. So it'll be a vote off, which is what we want to see at a merge. Yes. Um, hate to see, just like the first episode, hate to see somebody injured or pulled at the merge. So <laughs> No uh, kidding. That's the worst. <laughs> and and these are individual challenges going forward, correct? Yes. These are these are individual challenges at the merge. So it's all okay, it's great. almost always just one winner. Yeah, so we we're actually gonna talk about uh episode seven's challenge. And that was one of my picks. So what I'm going to say is that this challenge is Operation Overextended. (laughs) So a play on Operation Overdrive. Uh, The castaways place a miniature statue warrior on top of a drive lance. At random intervals, they will add another section to the lance, gradually increasing the height of the lance. If the statue warrior falls off, the ranger or villain or ally will be eliminated. Yes, yes. I love this challenge because it's so ridiculous to watch. They just end up with these like ridiculously long poles. poles. Yeah. Right. Or in this case, a 30 foot long drive lance. (laughs) Who knew it could get that big? (laughs) Yeah. And don't ask me about the physics of how that statue stays on top of a drive lance. Doesn't matter. Doesn't doesn't the drive (laughs) lance have like a kind of a spiky bit at top? It does. And I think it has a mode. Can it like grapple? It It doesn't have a mode where it, so maybe it's like balanced in there. (laughs) All right. Uh, Perfect. Sorry. There was a little spider on the wall. Anywho, uh-huh. <laughs> no one needed to know that. I could have muted myself or changed camera. Who cares? All right. So, well, the legacy challenge is gone. Or no. No, Elgar still has no. the legacy advantage. So, is... Yeah, Elgar still has it, and he could use it this round once they end up at Tribal Council. So oh, at he Tribal win Council. It, yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, if he doesn't win immunity here... Um, 
Well, I guess he still has a hidden immunity. He's so protected. It's so stupid. This is the sun. Uh. This was our worst case scenario. I mean, as as viewers, uh. we're like, we want him in the pre-show. We're like, we want him gone like first right. round. Like, let's just get rid of him. My, like, he was one of my first pick, like uh, first boots. <laughs> but yeah, if if he doesn't win immunity here, he could choose to use his legacy collection advantage and uh, not have to use a hidden immunity idol. So. We'll see if that happens, but first got to figure out who wins this challenge. So what we're going to do is we're going to draw two names for the last two people standing. This challenge almost always ends in some sort of face-off between two people who are just, like, holding the longest yep. poles of all time. Yep. So we're going to do that, and then we'll roll off between the two to see who ultimately okay. wins it. So the two people who are last standing, the two folks who are able to balance this little statue warrior the longest, are Ernie and Elgar. <laughs> why is elgar so good at survivor i hate it How, well um, he's been practicing i think diva talks being off two times uh, like that that was enough but what the heck is ernie doing did he drink some kind of power smoothie like what is going on here why well, is he so you know he does work in a smoothie bar where he doesn't he serve at his he own smoothie serves, bar so, so he's, he's probably got an incredible sense of like balance with his like hand eye coordination Doug, so he he might be balancing on the palm of his hand who knows and people are like blown away they they have <laughs> they have underestimated ernie yeah yeah who knows hopefully he's not showing his cards too early you know maybe he was good at this whole time and was downplaying oh my god well let's, let's roll let's roll or let's so draw. I have a yeah, oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll off between the two just to shake it up and get that satisfying shake dice sound. Up, yeah, I've got a shake it up. I got a white die for Elgar, we'll say, and a yellow die for Ernie. Whoever rolls higher is gonna win the challenge. Oh my god, Ernie wins it. Ernie pulls it off. Ernie wins immunity. First individual immunity of the season. Ernie oh is safe at Tribal god. Council. Cannot be voted out um, yes. at Tribal Council. Love to see that. I feel like we're getting a gift here. Uh, after oh so much gosh. heartbreak, uh, no, I'm I'm glad. I'm glad that Ernie won. He's stepping up his game. He's beautiful. I think this challenge like fell into his lap. He's like, wait, I have to balance something. I'm balancing smoothies all the time all at the day. juice bar. He's like, I got this. Exactly. No problem. This is easy. Come on. I'm so glad it was not Elgar. I know. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I can't believe he even imagine? got that close. He so I, look. So I think. I think at this point, people are done underestimating him. Well, it, but what's weird is that most of his advantages are are secret. So this is. I mean, he's, oh, so this he's, is for them. This is a fluke. Well, here though, so they're sort. Of, they might be surprised, but I don't think they knew uh, that he was playing as well as maybe he is. Um, because he's just sort of been cushioned by his secret advantages. You're right. I think I think a lot of people are thinking that for him to get that close, it was pretty much a fluke. Yeah, and right? Yeah, they're kind of like, well, that was weird. I'm glad Ernie won. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't like that Elgar has all these advantages, but I do kind of love the idea of yeah. like bumbling idiot Elgar like having the secret protection and nobody having any idea because you know, in the real show that would result in him blind signing somebody in like a spectacular way. Absolutely. I just don't want it to be one of my faves. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't uh, want it to be one of our faves. That would be horrible. Yep. Like, you know, I'm terrible. still rooting for doggy like all day, mm -hmm. every day. And yep. you know, hopefully, hopefully he wins it. 
<laughs> but yeah, uh, chat, let us know who you're rooting for. Let's let's go for that. So now we're going to move on to Tribal Council, right? Yeah, we're going to see if any of these advantages get played. Basically, we're going to see if Elgar opts to use his legacy advantage here. Um, we're right. not going to flip for both the legacy advantage and the hidden immunity idol. Cause he has both and the legacy advantage has to be played here. Um, so oh, does it like he, what's, well, it, it has to be played at either 13 or six. If he chooses not to use his legacy advantage, I don't, I mean, well, I guess six, roll... six was last time. Uh, six people left. Oh, six people left. Okay. Yeah. So it can be used with 13 people left or six people left. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, <laughs> eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. We have 13 people. Right. So we're going to flip to see if he chooses to use it. He'd be um, an he, idiot not to. He'd be an idiot not to, but he can use it again at, at final six. So like, Oh, oh we'll that's see. true. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Determines if he um, feels a friend he, or not. But he does have two, you know what I mean? Like he could hold on to, he could use one now and hold on to the other. So you might be right. Like it, it, I don't know that. Wait, it would be he smart has, he has two legacy. He has a, no, no, no. He has a hidden oh, immunity. Right, 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 right. He has two ways to be safe basically. Oh, so that's true. That's um, true. we'll see if he uses the legacy advantage here. Um, and let's flip, uh, let's flip that coin. Let's do it. Yeah. Heads he uses it. Tails he doesn't. He does not use it. He's saving it for that final. I he's think he's it. confident. I think he's confident. Should we flip for his hidden immunity idol, or are we assuming that he's just using neither one based on Let's flip? Let's flip for that, too. Okay, so we're flipping it. Heads, as always, is use it. Tails is not. He does not use it. Elgar's getting cocky. Also, none of these advantages are getting used. <laughs> what is going on? But they're villains. But do people think that, well, they have to be out there. There has to be an advantage out there. Oh, for sure. The fact that no one's used any hidden immunity idols or advantages... Like, people are probably like, wow. who has them? Paranoia is probably at an all-time high. Because there's no way there aren't none. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, there's no season of Survivor that has no advantage. Right. Not in a modern not in a modern season, that's for sure. Now they're, like, all over the place. Um, all right. Let's flip to see if Maya uses hers. Because Maya also has a hidden Oh, that's guy. right. So let's see if she uses it. Heads uses it, as always. Uh, she does use it. So for some reason, she was not confident uh, this round. So she is safe. Um, but she no longer has her hidden immunity idol. Okay. Um, we're going to see who people voted for. They could still have voted for Maya because they won't know that she used it until after the vote. Right. Um, if that's the case, then we will, uh, it'll go to the person with the second most votes. So let's see here. Uh, she did not need to use it because she did not get the most votes. Mm. The person who got the most votes at the merge tribal council was Shayla. Princess Shayla voted out here at the wow. merge. The merge boot. And does she become the first member of the jury? She does. Which, you know, hate to see Shayla go, but what better person to uh, sort of set the tone of the jury than uh, Princess Shayla? Absolutely. So, wow, we've got uh, Princess Shayla is is gone. She is now in the jury. Yes, she is now in the jury. Also, Maya used her hidden immunity idol, so at the top That's of the next how... round, we need to... Uh, draw to see who ends up finding it because those do get put back into the game that's out so now we are moving on to episode eight where we're gonna roll for the general outcome with the almighty yes. decider yes that's a 19 again all right so it's gonna be a vote out we're gonna add a step here too and also draw for who finds 
the hidden immunity to idol that was put back into the game once Maya used it. So the person who finds that hidden immunity idol is Zoe from Beast Morphers. Oh, okay. Great. Love that. Okay, good. Things are turning for you and I as fans. Um, yes, for once. For once here. Love to see it. Um, so Zoe now is is uh, the owner of the hidden immunity idol. So I am excited about that. Yeah, me too. I think uh, this will definitely come into her advantage. Uh, and yeah, uh, she's a fan favorite. We we love to see it. Yeah. So let's get to the challenge here. This is a oh. this is this used to be a Survivor classic. They've brought it back in the modern era a little bit, but it used to be something Survivor was almost known for, and I think they kind of got away from it. Um, this is a challenge called. Uh, it's usually called bugging out. I decided to call it pigging out. Hey. Um, so hint on who's going to be showing up here. Um, this is the eating challenge, the infamous eating challenge. Oh my it's God. been in a lot of seasons Why? as an individual challenge. Uh, it's shown up in seasons five, six, eight, 26, 27, and 36. How did yeah. Pudgy Pig get here? I don't really know, but he's still upset that he's been defeated so many times at the hands of the Power Rangers, and he's decided to come to the void to get revenge by making the castaways <laughs> eat all sorts of painful foods. Castaways oh will compete in a series of rounds featuring a different difficult-to-eat food item. They may be sour, spicy, especially fragrant, or entirely alien to them. It is the void, after all. Failing to eat an item or eating an item too slowly will result in elimination. So this is the eating challenge, which, humorously enough, um, yeah. I feel like Zoe, who just got a hidden immunity idol and an advantage, would somehow be really good at this challenge. <laughs> I don't know why. I just feel like uh, that's what my gut is telling me. She seems like she would not well, give her, uh, her, any care. Her gut will be telling her in a second. So <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> So what's uh, what's next? Do we have to uh, draw for who? Yeah. So I figured we would draw to see who the the top three best eaters of gross okay. food are, just because it's funny. Yeah. Um. So let's do that real quick, and then we'll roll off between the three to see who ends up being the best at it. Sounds good. So I I have uh, is. Do you have any predictions? Well, I was just gonna say I have two die, so I could do the third roll. Is it D twenty cool. or? Yeah, I got two D20s here. I have, hand, I have so two, so I can run, roll for one of them. Cool. Perfect. So, who, so who's the... Oh, as far as predictions, um, I think uh, Elgar is pretty gross and has a big mouth. <laughs> I don't think he cares. In fact, this may be right up his alley. Yeah, it could be. It could be. It should be, honestly. Yeah. I um, think... Um, I actually think Doggy has a good chance at this. I was literally just going to say that because I feel like he would be so straight-faced and serious about it. And then just like... (laughs) No hands even, just like... He gets the snout right in there. Um, Yeah, I I, I don't know. Oh, Maya! Maya would be so good at this. There's, I mean, she eats stuff all the time in Lost Galaxy. She's picking out and it's people are like, what are you doing? Um, I think, didn't she eat that one birthday cake in that one episode? And people were like, oh. I, that sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think there's precedent for a lot of these folks. Yeah. <laughs> Just hope that there's no spider. Cause isn't that like Zach's fear? Oh God. Like a, <laughs> yeah. Don't... Sometimes they have to eat like fried tarantulas on Survivor. <laughs> well, it's it's gross. I've seen some of these eating challenges on Survivor. It's, it's a lot of bugs. <laughs> it's a lot I, of bugs. I hate it. Personally, I hate it. Um. Well, who's our top three? Sure. So the top three eaters are Carlos, Wes, and Trent. 
Which honestly, three guys who are probably trying to like outbro each Dude, other in this bro, moment. Totally. <laughs> in fact, if if I didn't say Elgar, I would have said Wes, just because right? <laughs> he seems like one of those dude bro like challenge yeah. eaters. Like he's like I can eat that stuff and then I'll just yeah, work out the next day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I coincidentally enough have a black and a white die in my hand. So I will roll for Trent and Carlos if you want to roll for Wes. Wait, but I have a green die. Could I roll for Carlos? You want to roll for Carlos? Sure, sure. Okay. Green uh, right. turbo ranger. Perfect. So I will roll for Trent and Wes here and it's just going to be whoever rolls the highest is the best eater here and wins the challenge. Carlos got a three, not his day. Uh, Trent got a nine and Wes got a 10. Wes. So Wes pulls it off. Totally broing out. <laughs> totally broing out. His moment to shine. You know, he's been pretty quiet so far. So yeah, he's yeah, like, I this. So. I got this. I got this one. Come on, guys. I, I, I got this one. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that's, uh, that's totally appropriate. So I buy it. Uh, let's then let's move on to tribal council. Sure. So we got a couple advantages that we need to consider here. See if people will play them. One is obviously Zoe who just got her hidden immunity idol. So let's flip to see if she's going to end up using that. Heads is use it. She chooses to use it. Not really sure why, other than maybe she's just like excited at the fact that she has it. Wait, who? Um, Zoe used it? Zoe chose to use the idol that she just found. Um, Wow. She, Okay. A little bit inexperienced. Maybe she was just like, look, I'm still one of the youngest on the team here. (laughs) Justin, though, he's still in play, which is ridiculous. That's true. But, you know, the fact that she has the least amount of experience, she could be trying to, like, prove herself, right? Like, make a a move, like a public move. We'll see if it it matters. Um, and then we got a, we got a flip for Elgar's stuff. Um, just a hidden immunity out because he can't use his legacy advantage. Right, right. So he... Once again, does not use his hidden immunity idol, so he Dude. is uh, he is vulnerable. Get a and different Zoe is coin. Not. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I could see if I got another one. <laughs> no, no, we don't have to. I'm just making a joke. I would say if honestly, though, if if two idols hadn't been used, I feel like I would have needed to flip the coin, like get a different coin. Cause, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know how these uh, Pyromorphicon coins are weighted. Um, yeah, that's but, what I'm uh, saying. It might be like a little, <laughs> you know, we don't know here. All right. So, so cool. Who's becoming the next member of the jury? Let's see. It can't be Wes and it can't be Zoe, but it can be Doggy Crew. Are you effing kidding me? <laughs> no! No, Doug! No. It's not me! It's the I know it's not you! The randomizer! <laughs> I have so few people left, I would never do that. <laughs> oh my god, no. But why? Why? Are people on to him and Grace? If, like, that's the thing that's happening, have they suddenly figured it out? I don't, like... I don't get it. I don't understand why why they would even vote him out. I guess at the merge, like, that's where yeah. you start to vote out threats. And so Doggy probably really needed to find either an idol or really pull you know off what? this challenge. He, he really needed to chow down. And <laughs> and as, as a dog, I'm, I'm disappointed that he didn't just, like, get in there and do it. So that's that's devastating. I don't I like think he might that. have come in like a close fourth in this challenge. But, yeah, I think people are starting to sense that Grace doggy kind of mentor leadership kind of vibe that they have going on 
And I wonder if they tried to like get Shayla out of there to like dispel any sort of like suspicion. Because they're be. like, wait, are the mentors all working together? And then, you know, well, plus this is, that was like their their attempt, and everyone was like, no, that doesn't work. We're on to you. We've seen it. Plus, this might have been a play to get rid of an original orange as well. That's a good point. Yeah, because they did have such an advantage. Um, I mean, to, like, orange still has more people. But I think uh, I, yeah. I think the Grace uh, doggy relationship was a little bit too much for people. Yeah, I, I, I hate to see sure. it because I was really rooting for doggy. So yeah, I was too. I even didn't say it at the merge when you asked me because I didn't want to jinx him. <laughs> I know, but here we are. Here we are. All right. Well, this next uh, this next round has potential to be very devastating because it will be a double elimination. Um, we need one for the sake of time. We need to have a, at least one double elimination round. So this That's could fun. be really great. We could get rid of some folks we don't want to see, uh, but it could also be pretty devastating because we could get rid of two of our faves. So, 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 what, uh, so what happens here? So in this case, just because a Survivor season is only so long and we have such a big cast, um, what we're going to do is we're going to have a vote off, a traditional vote off no matter what. And then we're also going to roll for a a non-traditional elimination. So what we're going to roll for is basically like how does a second person end up leaving if not by being voted out? So we're going to roll a D4 um, and it's going to result in either them being, you know, injured and medically evacuated, them, you know, losing their power from the void because they've expended too much energy. Um, either they could be called back to their dimension, um, I guess, rescued or just needed for a mission, or they are captured or kidnapped, depending on what their sort of uh, role is. So and we're doing this before take- the challenge, right? We're going to do it before, yeah, we're going to do it before the challenge, kind of like our outcome rolls. Okay. Um, this is going to be in place of an outcome roll. We just know that somebody is going to leave in a non-traditional way. So I do have a D4 here that I can use. Go for um, it. To figure that out. So this is, we don't know who this is yet, but. This is the outcome. Be, this is the nature of the elimination. The nature. Yes. So we don't know who it is, but we know that someone is going to be injured and um, is going to need to be removed from the game. That was the outcome. All right, so this is just a traditional, they got physically injured somehow, and it's a traditional medevac off the the shattered planet, and they have to move on. Yep, and we're going to see a vote off. It's not a surprise once we get to the challenge uh, that somebody was injured. I could see exactly how it happened. You want to get into the challenge? (laughs) So we are going to get in the challenge here. So this was one of my picks, and we're picking, uh, this is Vipra Bats. Vipra bats. So uh, it seemed to have worked because both Lightspeed Rangers are already gone. So, uh, I mean, you know, Vipra has, has won the day, at least in that <laughs> uh, in that aspect of it. <sighs> so the demons of Mariner Bay hate water. They hate it. They and do. In this endurance challenge, castaways must take on the role of Vipra and hang upside down from a bar over the treacherous waters of the coral craters as lightning strikes all around them. The last person hanging like a bat wins. I can't imagine how somebody would get injured doing this. (laughs) (laughs) So let's draw a name for the winner. Okay, we're going to draw a name for the winner of the challenge here. Okay. 
person who wins the challenge is Zoe from Beast Morphers. Momentum, Zoe. Momentum. Here we go. We love to see it. I think she's young. I think she's, you know, been training hard at Grid Battle Force, and she knows Mm -hmm. how to hang. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, So we have a winner. Let's let's draw a name to figure out who is injured at this challenge, because I think it's pretty safe to say that this challenge is dangerous enough that somebody was injured. Um, I don't know if they were struck by lightning, but I hope not. (laughs) So the person who ends up medically evacuated during this challenge is Grace from the 1969 team come on we've lost our two big players here seriously one after the other which is weird because one was voted out which you would expect but the fact that she was injured right after maybe she was so shook you know what i mean that she like just didn't have her mind right after losing losing doggy krueger we have to also assume that that age might have been a factor in this as well that's true, because we, you know, like you said earlier, we're using their most recent iteration, and Grace, um, you know, was already an adult on her team in 1969. Right. So um, she's 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 brilliant and fit, but she's also the oldest uh, oldest player on the in the game right now. So oh my god! So she, she's also another member of the jury. Yes, she does get to go to the jury, uh, even though she was uh, removed from the game. It was not a not a quit, so she gets to stick around. Yeah. Um, so now, now we still end up going to tribal council. We still end up seeing somebody voted out. So let's let's uh, let's get to that. Who? Well, who do you think? I mean, Doggy would have been the person who was most upset to see her go. Right. Who at this point would be the most upset? I guess Zach. Right. You would assume that he would be the one. Yeah, I mean, because, um, you know, Ari was gone, um, Doggy, Grace, like, I think Zach... That whole Shattered Grid crew was gone. Yeah, and I think Zach was really vibing with them, and especially to see them, like, it's like a one-two punch for his alliance. So I think Zach is, at this point, really scrambling to see... Who's on my side here? Who can I play with now? So yeah. I, I definitely think he's uh he's he's ready to like play the game a little more. I think he it's was like a free agent. He's a free agent. And I could totally see Zach playing it that way. Like he's more like, hey, I'll roll with whoever whoever wants to, you know, go with me. Yeah. I don't think there's like a single person on this cast except for Elgar that he couldn't get along with. Trent, totally. Tori, totally. Wes, totally. Yep. Kazak is like, he's like a jokester, but he's also like, he can hang with the jocks. He can hang with the artists. He can like, there's nobody he can't hang with. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I think, I think Zach is as cool as a cucumber here. (laughs) I think on the inside, he might be, that's, it's almost like a, like a safety net. Like he's. He's panicking on the inside, but he doesn't want to show that he is. Because, yeah. like I said, one-two punch, his like behind-the-scenes alliance got knocked down a bit. Yeah. So we do, before we end up going to Tribal Council, because I did forget, Zoe ended up using her hidden immunity at a last round. So somebody's got to find it when they go back to camp before Tribal Council. Okay. So let's draw to figure out who that is. So before Tribal Council, um, they go back to camp. Everybody is scurrying um and figuring out what's going on well here's the thing why they're scurrying because now with this it's an even five and five of the original teams 
it's an even five and five and the two people that they were presumably onto as far as like quote running the game are both gone so it's like blasted wide open and everybody's trying to figure out like okay yep. well now we kind of have a a free game to play here and while everybody's scurrying um mm-hmm. the uh the smallest and youngest member of the tribe manages to sneak away and find a hidden immunity idol. Justin now has a hidden immunity idol. All right, and this is crazy because <laughs> Elgar has an immunity idol. Justin yep. now has an immunity idol. Are they putting aside their... Di- well, he doesn't know that Elgar has an immunity idol. Right. So, yeah. Right. I can't imagine a scenario where they're working together, right? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. So Justin has the immunity idol, and yep, uh, I think he needed that because he is still the youngest member of this entire cast. How have they let him play this long? This poor child, you know what I mean? He's probably getting the biggest portions of food. Let's be of real; course. he's probably very well taken care of. Of course, <laughs> I, I, I think uh, I think they're doing most of the heavy work during these challenges. Yeah. Sure. And you know what? He's he's of genius level intellect, so he's probably just letting it happen. Like, oh yeah, like if if they want to oh, think I'm a totally, kid and take care of me, like they're totally I'll coast. underestimating me. Yeah, I'll coast on yeah. this. God, if All he right. wins, he'll be the like big brain of the season. <laughs> Good lord! All right, so let's, let's let's go. Let's see if anybody's safe here. So we're gonna flip to see if Elgar uses his uh, immunity idol, and then we'll flip to see if Justin uses his. Elgar finally uses his hit immunity idol. Yep. He's waited so long um, it to makes use sense. it. He's held on to it for so long. He did just see some bigger players leave, um, so it makes sense. Now let's see if Justin plays his. Justin does not play his, so Justin is still. And remember, Elgar is the only villain left. Yeah. So exactly. he's finally he's freaking out. Yep. He's yep. freaking out. Yep. So Elgar uses his. We'll see if he if that pays off. If he if his suspicion was correct, um, we'll still throw him in there. If he ends up getting the most votes, he will not go home, and it'll be the next person in line. So let's see. Oh my gosh, uh, he didn't need to use it, uh, but I wish he had because I would have rather seen him go than. Ernie from no. the juice bar. God, so, you gotta be kidding me. Uh, he was. I feel like they're going after older folks. <laughs> this Shayla is ageism home, here. Doggy went home. Ernie goes home. This, you're right. This, this is, is ageism. ageist. What Power Rangers? You're better than this. What's <laughs> <laughs> going on? Oh come on! I liked Ernie. He was like balancing. The, he was like, hey. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I, I wanted to say, hey, maybe he's maybe he's got more up his sleeve than uh, smoothies. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good lord, Man, Ernie is another gone. one bites the dust. That stinks. Man, we lost two really good ones there in uh, in Grace and Ernie. I'm sad. This is total ageism. <sighs> they need to they need yeah. to get that out of hand. So um, so what happened? Who's voting for him? Or do we need I to think, discuss that? I don't know. I mean, we saw him perform well, and I guess, like, with Grace out of the picture, maybe they just figured, like, he's the only one who's won um, a challenge. Is it somebody else? Well, Wes won a challenge. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. Maybe there really is a bro thing going on. Maybe Zach, Wes, Trent. Uh, maybe you they have what? Justin, uh, you know, sort of on their side. Carlos, maybe the dudes are doing something here. It, it could um, be a it could be a dude bro alliance. We'll have to see I how just, that plays out. 
it would be horrible for Zach to do that though. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. He he may be he may be on the reluctant part of that. Yeah, if he was pressured into doing it, especially because he just lost his his folks. So yeah, maybe he was pressured into it. Bummer, man, God. bummer. But Ernie does get to become part of the jury. So yeah, a wizened will... jury. <laughs> <laughs> uh we i just want to mention uh you know we got steve f hit people guy in the chat he's like oh no smoothie denied <laughs> <laughs> yep yep <sighs> oh no somebody asked not long ago is ernie still in this i hate to tell you long's toys ernie is no longer in this. ernie just left <laughs> oh no so devastating yeah, this this sucks well, Ernie's not a ranger, so they made a good point. It's it's not just ageism. I think, you know, out of all of them, it's, it, it could be that he's just not a ranger. That's true. I feel like the amount of, uh, the amount of strain that this environment would have on him is probably so much more than the rangers. You know what I mean? People so could be seeing it's actually that too. Pretty incredible that he made it as far as he did without any sort of powers other than hey, just I'm, being like I'm the glad greatest he made guy it to the merge yeah he's, oh, totally. he's a great guy totally so let's move on to episode 10 yes let's do it episode 10 we're gonna roll for the general outcome i've got the dice here it's a 10 awesome so we're gonna get another traditional vote out which is good because we just we just got an injury yeah so. this was that yeah we you, you <sighs> love to see it um yes. so doug talk about the challenge a little bit <laughs> so this challenge is called pizza prison break <laughs> <laughs> this is uh this is something that's more modern uh yeah. as an individual challenge uh it's been used uh, in 20 uh, seasons 21 22 27 38 and 40 basically in survivor you're like locked in a jail cell and you have to like use a pole to get a key to get yourself out but here in the void with power rangers here's how it's gonna work each ranger is trapped in a giant pizza hey! and must free themselves. <laughs> Once they've freed themselves from their giant pizza, they'll race to receive a turbine laser that Ooh. they'll use to blast three wooden Mad Mike targets. First ranger to blast all three targets wins the challenge. We do have some folks who should have an advantage here, or one folk who should have an advantage here, right? Was Justin trapped in the pizza? I assume so, right? Was that? Well, he was, yeah, he was with the whole Turbo team. Yeah, there wasn't anybody, like, left out of that, right? The pizza situation? I don't, I don't remember. I don't think so. I assume it was all five of them. And so. El- Elgar knows a bit about this, too, since, <laughs> yeah. you know, it was Diva Talks. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So, uh, we do, we still do have two people who are familiar with, uh, oh, God, with Mad Mike. What a crazy mad guy. Mad Mike. What a what a great, great villain that was. Well iconic. Truly iconic. Because Elgar used the immunity idol is another one coming into play. And who gets it? Yeah, there is. There is. So maybe maybe in this challenge there's one, you know, there's one hidden somewhere in, in the, the pizza. challenge. I loved Yeah, yeah. Everybody, yeah, maybe that's what it is. Because they all had to pick <laughs> random pizzas. Yes, I like that. Okay. I like that. So let's figure out who ends up finding a hidden immunity idol in their large pizza. Um, it is going to be Zach, which okay. I appreciate. Okay. Uh, Zach Attack okay. is back in full effect. Yes, yes. 
So now we have Zach with a hidden immunity idol, Justin with a hidden immunity idol, and Elgar has his legacy advantage still. So okay, great. A bit more spread out now. Yeah, finally, finally. Thank goodness. So, um, are we rolling to see if they use them or not? We will, but we need a winner for this. Challenge oh, that's right. That's here. right. Um, I would think that the the best eaters would be good at this. So I would like to see like a Wes pull this off. Yeah. Or a Carlos pull this off. Uh, Trent maybe, but we'll see. Let's see who ends up being. Maybe Elgar knows something about these pizzas since his aunt concocted the original scheme. So maybe yeah. we'll, we'll see depending on winner. Yeah. Yeah. They are villains. So like if they contracted her, you know, for the pizza design, she could have given him some inside scoop. But right. Um. You know, even if she did, it didn't pay off because Zoe once again uh, pulls off a challenge win. You here. know what? I can, <laughs> I can see Zoe because that that one Halloween episode, and she's in the Viking, and I feel like maybe she's really hungry. Like this island sucks. I mean this this planet sucks. Yeah. I was going to say, like I could, like I said, with the eating challenge, I could see Zoe just shoveling it down, you know? She's like, uh, she, she totally would be like that anime character that's just always like shoveling. And that totally fits with, uh, with Zoe's personality. So yeah. yeah, she won this. Yeah. And she's on a roll here. She found an idol that she used. Uh, she's won two challenges in a row. So um, she's, she's got momentum and she probably should be careful with it. So. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, let's roll to see if uh, Zach and or flip the coin to see if Zach or um, Justin use their immunity idols here. Cool. All right. So Zach does use his. This idol has just been. Well, I guess this was the one Elgar had, but a lot of people using their idols right off the bat. So Zach does use his idol. Okay. That one will go back into play. We'll see if Justin uses his. Justin does not use his, so Justin will hold on to his while Zach will uh, play. play which, uh, which, which makes sense. I know. Um, Z- I think Zach got a little like maybe shell shocked th- these last couple rounds, and he's just doing everything he he can to protect himself. I think he wanted to protect himself with with this and just play the immunity. Um, yeah, and Justin, I think you're right. He feels like he's getting carried, um, but I think other people might also be treating him as the goat. I could see that happening. I could see that happening. And again, the goat in Survivor is not a good thing. It's a sacrificial goat, not the greatest of all time. And not a robo goat, just a normal goat. Not a robo goat. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, I do think you're right. I think Zach playing it makes a lot of sense. I think even if he did help vote out Ernie, I don't think he would trust those guys. to to have his back uh, after after making him do something like that. So exactly, let's see if he needed to use it. We're gonna figure out what happens here. Whoa, our quietest member of the cast, Tori, for some reason has oh, been voted out this come round. Come on, and I don't even know why that would be because she's been so under the radar. She really has, and I I really can't explain this. Maybe the maybe the dude thing really is happening. Like maybe the maybe the bro party you, you is really actually a thing. Bricks, <laughs> ageist, misogynist bricks. <laughs> wow! So Tori now becomes a member of the jury. Yeah, yeah. I think. I uh, mean, 
I don't know. This leaves only Zoe and Maya as like the only women left on the cast. Wow. So I, it does sort of seem like maybe the dudes are just sticking together, not being especially smart because they're going to have to go against each other at some point. Right. Um, I would not call this good strategy, gentlemen, uh, but we'll see. Maybe Zoe or Maya can sort of infiltrate that group, um, break it up a little bit, but uh, not good. Not good. No, no. It's, don't it's... like it. It's not good. I don't like it either. <laughs> this this is not great. <laughs> so we are going to go into episode 11? Yes. 11. Episode 11. So with um, episode 11, do you uh, want to talk about this a little bit? Because, oh, well, first... Yeah. Let's roll the general outcome. I, I'm going to love this episode, which we'll talk <laughs> yes. about. Yes. So we we will do the traditional die. Yes. 15. Perfect. Going to so be ge- a vote off. General outcome. No, normal, normal vote off round, but not a normal round. I don't know if you all have noticed, but the challenges have been nice and quick for the past few rounds, and it's yep. in anticipation of this round. So... In Survivor, or at least they used to do this. They haven't done it in a long time. There's something called a Survivor Auction. Well, we decided to do a Survivor Auction for our Power Rangers Survivor. Finally, I've been wanting this. <laughs> I've been wanting this. We we both picked this. Yes, yes. And this is this is the type of thing they do on Survivor or used to do on Survivor that was meant as like a reprieve from the game. Yeah. It's meant to be fun. Basically, what they do is they bring everybody to a location that's not a challenge. They give everybody a set amount of money. And Jeff Probst, the host of Survivor, will auction off different food items, comfort items. Oh Sometimes there's like a trick item in there just for, for laughs. Um, and occasionally there'll be an advantage in there, too. We're going to do that, too. So let me tell you about our auction here. It's an homage to one of my favorite Power Rangers properties. So in this round, the castaways are transported to Camelot by Merlin. So Lady Guinevere can offer assistance in their quest. At the castle, Guinevere reveals that they can only offer so much assistance. So the castaways participate in an auction for items that may assist them back in the void. So a bit of reprieve from the void. Okay. This is a reference. If you if you haven't watched Hyperforce, yes. this is a reference to Power Rangers Hyperforce um, that was uh, produced by Hyper RPG. Mm-hmm. It's a reference to episodes 9 and 10 when Primator uses Mesagog's tech to kidnap the leader or the Red Ranger of the team. They don't really have a leader. That's one of the things I love about Hyperforce. Yeah. Um, kidnap the Red Ranger of the team, Marv, and the remaining Rangers are lost in time in Camelot. And the Pink Ranger ends up getting a Battleizer. One of my favorite episodes yes. of Hyperforce works perfectly for an auction. Yep. So what better place to put it? So here's how our auction is going to work. Okay. A number of items are going to be presented for auction. You and I are both going to choose one player in the game that we think would bid on that item. And then you and I will roll off against each other to determine which player wins that item. Um, The only stipulation is no player can win more than two items. So this is... The way this will play out... um, Basically, like, it's mostly for funsies. Maybe the last item we should do a little bit of randomizing um, because there is something that could affect the game. But for the most part, this is just fun. So, All right. We've got we've got hit people guy in the chat who wants to just get a heads up 
about who's left. Oh, yeah. This is a perfect time to do that. Yeah. So let's say who's left. We got Zach Taylor. Mm-hmm. We've got Wes Collins. Yep. Trent Mercer. We've got mm-hmm. Zoe. We've got Justin, Elgar, Carlos, and Maya. Yes. So these and are you know, our remaining players. Right. And we've, you know, we've been, we've been struck by devastation at so many eliminations, but there are some great people still left. I mean, Zach, Wes, Trent, Zoe, um, you know, Justin has really diehard fans. Right. You know, we're not going to say we're fans of Elgar here. We're not going to lie. <laughs> um, and then Carlos and Maya. So, I mean, these are all great Rangers. These so are all great I, I, Rangers. Yes. Still happy with most of these people pulling it off. Yeah. So, me too. Good, good cast left. Me too. Me too. <laughs> so, um, Doug, who? Yes. <laughs> oh, wait, the so first item. The first item. <laughs> yes, yes. What's the first item? Lady, yeah, Lady Guinevere says, "You know what? I can't offer a ton, but I can oh. offer a hot bath." Wait, am am what? I rolling for mine and you're rolling for yours? So it's going to be each item. So Lady Guinevere is going to say what what the item is, and then you and I are going to pick a person that we think would would want that. Yes. Well, that's okay. that's what I mean. But we're rolling against each other, right? Yeah, yeah. With a, so, a D twenty. Yeah, we'll do a D twenty. Okay. So yes. the first item Lady Guinevere proposes is a hot bath. So who wants this hot bath? Who wants a hot bath? Um, weird, weird item for the folks who are left. Um, I could see honestly, I could see Elgar being really excited about this. <laughs> um, so I think I'm going to choose Elgar for this one. I, I could see him. Sort yeah. of being uh, like, sort of like starry-eyed for the luxury of it all. Oh, it's, yeah. it's so uh, extravagant, and he's mm-hmm. like, "This place kind of stinks." Like, exactly. Yeah. Oh, who do I want? Actually, I, I, I think it's, I think it's hilarious. But I think Zoe, she pigged out last time. <laughs> I think, I think she's like, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of living the, the lap of luxury here. I want a nice hot bath. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So Elgar and Zoe are going to be I'm gonna roll bidding f- on this item. Roll for Zoe. All right. I rolled a 15 for Elgar. Ooh, I want a 16. Oh, so Zoe wins the bath. Okay. Zoe gets the bath. All right. Best part about auctioning off a bath on Survivor is that they they basically end up having like this this like bath right next to all the other players so like there's ridiculous. a person just like like just loving their life being like i have soap and water <laughs> just the funniest thing all right so the next item lady guinevere presents is a cheeseburger fries and a milkshake this is this is classic survivor like oh yeah you've been on this like crazy void planet and anything that feels like a taste of home just a simple oh, yeah. cheeseburger, fries, a milkshake. I kind of want one right now, to be honest. Oh my gosh, it's like, ugh. it's one of my one of my favorite foods. It's just such a staple. It's so good. It is. Okay, I think Zach totally wants the cheeseburger, fries, milkshake. He Yuck. misses the juice bar. He knows they've got great burgers. He's <laughs> like, you know what? I th- I'm doing this for my boy Ernie. I I, I want that cheeseburger. So I, I'm going I th- with Zach. I think Wes is all over this too. So I'm gonna roll for oh. Wes because I think Wes sees that you know, and Wes is just like he's salivating. immediately salivating. He's like, yes, oh exactly. God. Yeah. All right. Let's ro- let's roll it. All right. Nineteen. 
Zach got a three. Wes just wanted it more. <laughs> Wes was like all in. All in. Yeah, I'll, I'll get that cheeseburger and fries. Yeah, yeah. He's yes. he's for it. He's for it. <laughs> the next one. The next yes. auction item. Peanut butter and chocolate. Another classic Survivor auction item. And it's, this is like usually oh, a temptation item too. <laughs> it's it's so it's so tempting. It's mm-hmm. y- you've got that sweet treat. You want a sweet tooth. Uh, Doug, who do you think wants peanut butter and chocolate? Screams Maya. I think Maya sees right. this and is just like immediately like, I need that. Lady, please, you get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Justin. Okay, I could see it. He's, it does have like a, like a candy-like element to it. Yeah, he's, you know, he's a kid at heart. Uh, I think he he's thinking this is going to be a big giant Reese's peanut butter cup or something. And he's yeah. like, yeah, I kind of want that. He's yep. a kid. Come on. He's like 12. Totally. He sees chocolate. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Let's do the roll. Ooh. I got a nine. I got a one. I oh, guess no. <laughs> Justin, Maya was like, I'm getting that. A one. That's like a critical fail. Justin like raises his his thing to bid and like falls off the bleachers. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Something crazy <laughs> like that happens. <laughs> All right. The next item that Lady Guinevere presents is one night in a fancy bed. So this is, oh. I mean, this is huge on Survivor because you, you're sleeping on like sand and dirt. So this person gets to to spend one night in like a fancy bed with blankets and pillows and stuff. Who do you think is going to go for this? <sighs> Who do I think is going to go for the fancy bed? Um... I don't know. I think uh do we can we pick someone who has already auctioned? Yeah, yeah I think so. You know what? Cuz these are like the fun ones. I'm going to go with Zoe again. And she's like, "Look, I already got oh. a bath. I I just want I just want like an, another perk." She's That's loving this. I was this. thinking too. Hmm. I think you're spot on with that cuz I was in the same the same, same mindset, right? Yeah. I'm going to, you know what, honestly, I'm going to say, even though, even though Maya lived like in a jungle, I think Maya also bids on this because I think she and Zoe are like sharing this moment of like, this means we get to get away from the boys. <laughs> like, oh, right. We're stuck on Dude Island and we would get one night away. So I could see Maya also bidding on this one. Wait, do, can they pick someone to come with them? No, not necessarily, but oh, okay. I mean, sometimes that's the case, but okay. we can headcanon it. It doesn't affect the game. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'll, I'll roll for Zoe. I'll roll for Maya. Oof. Eleven. Six. Okay. Well, Maya, Maya ends up winning that bid, but we can headcanon that she picks Zoe to go with her. Why not? Yeah. She's... They get a night away from the boys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because they need it because this cast... Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, they can get on the same page. We did you know, everything to together. make this as gender like equal as possible. And these we, guys it's are ruining all chance. It. It's all chance. And it's all chance. <laughs> so come on, dice. What's going on yeah, here? For real. All right, for this last one, oh. um, because it's actually something that can affect the game, we should probably randomize it, right? Let's randomize it. Okay. Because so, everyone is going to want this. Yeah, everyone's going to want this. So instead of us rolling off against each other, we're just going to assume everybody's going for this. Um, this is an expiring power gem immunity idol. This Ooh. immunity idol must be played at one of the next two tribal councils 
it expires when only six players remain. So it has to be used um, one of the next two times. So, yeah, either this episode's um, uh, immunity or this episode's tribal or next episode's tribal. Exactly, exactly. Um, So we are going to randomize that. Um, This is a reference to, by the way, the power gem that that Chloe gets in uh, in Hyperforce that gives her the battleizer. Most appropriate for the Camelot uh, reward challenge. Yes, love it. So Wes actually manages to pull off uh, this one, which does make sense in a situation like this. Right. Everybody's going to bid, and so people are going to start to realize, like, we're tying here. So I wouldn't be surprised if, again, we're seeing that these guys are probably working together. Maybe they pooled their resources together to uh, to make sure one of them got it, and Wes ends up pulling it off. So Absolutely. Wes has a expiring immunity idol. He has to use it this time or next time. All right. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's it. Um, a lot of fun. I always love survivor auctions. It's one of my favorite fun things that they do. I wish they did it more often. Um, but yeah, we played out the auction. Let's introduce, uh, the next challenge. This was one of my picks. This is called a bit tipsy. Yeah. So this was featured as an individual challenge in seasons 27, 29, 32, 34, 38, and 40. Players must stack blocks on an unstable platform they are keeping level with a rope. They may only carry one block at a time, and their blocks are kept many yards from the platform which they are stacking forcing them to travel along and adjust their grip on the rope. If the tower falls, they must begin again. (laughs) The first person to spell Ranger Up wins. This challenge is so good. I know we don't always comment on like the actual like real life challenge, but this one's so good because it's always so tense and it's always so devastating when somebody's tower falls. Oh, so good. This is one of the most tense challenges I've ever watched on Survivor. And that's why I picked it, because it's 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 crazy to watch. And I I suggest anyone who hasn't seen this particular challenge to go back into one of those seasons and watch a clip of that, because it's insane. It's funny, too, because, you know, like in real life, they're literally just like competing in silence mm-hmm. but the way that it ends up playing out on tv like you're just on the edge of your seat like oh, what's gonna happen what's gonna happen <laughs> also i want to address a question that hit people guys oh, sure, said sure, so sure. uh they said so in survivor do they let you share things that you win with other people yeah typically if you win something at a challenge or you win something in an auction um you will get a chance to share it with somebody else sometimes at the auction that's less of a circumstance like if you win, you have to be the one to to consume that thing. But typically, if you win something in the game, you can pick people, and it causes all sorts of drama um, and conflict and stuff. So, yeah, you're right on the money. Typically, uh, folks would be sharing stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So let's uh, see who wins this challenge. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so the winner of this stacking challenge is Justin, which... I can kind of see, but I'm also a little surprised by it because I feel like yeah. his stature would make this difficult. I, who knows? Who knows what strategy he's pulling out? Maybe the peanut butter and chocolate uh, oh, just powered up. Powered him up. 
Yep, power up. And he ranged up. He ends up, he grows, but without actually morphing, and it's just the most horrifying that's, thing anyone's that's seen. That's awkward. They're like, yeah. how did you do that? The power of peanut butter. <laughs> gross uh, uh so let's see if uh let's <laughs> let's flip you're welcome a, for the nightmares everybody yeah let's uh flip a coin to see if anyone's using their idol so um in play we have oh wait did we put back into play zach's immunity idol we didn't put one back into play but west got one at the auction so it still ends so it's up... it's always two right it's typically two. Yeah, okay. there's typically two idols in play unless somebody had one from like the very beginning. Okay. So two is about normal. So we have uh, Wes who has the temporary gem immunity and yep. Justin. Yes. Um, so I'm thinking Wes, since he has to use it this time or the other time, or like next time, if he doesn't use it here, he'll automatically use it the next time. Okay. Because why wouldn't you? Right. So um, we'll see if he uses it here. He does not. So he's gambling a little okay. bit. Leaving himself vulnerable. Justin is already safe because um, so, he won the challenge. That's true. So That's no true. need for him to use his. All right. Let's do it. Who's uh, who's going home? Oh, my gosh. Gamble does not pay off. Wes should have used his hidden immunity idol what? because Wes has just been voted out with an idol in his pocket. Wow. <laughs> wow. And that gem immunity does not go back into play, right? It does not. No, because it was an expiring immunity idol. Oh, my God. But does that mean the second immunity comes back? Yeah, we can can put one back in for next round. uh, Oh, my God. This one won't be in play. Okay, so what do we think happened here? I feel like, oh my gosh, that's wild. I don't know. Like maybe the, I mean, maybe the bro thing, is there even numbers to combat that? I guess like it's sort of half and half, right? Because you have Zoe, Justin, Elgar, Maya, and Zach, West, Trent, Carlos. I would have assumed that Justin would be working with the bros, um, but if they don't necessarily like respect him or if they're patronizing to him and he's just one immunity and has right. an idol in his pocket, it's like the perfect time to make a move. So I could see Justin like leveraging his powers and his advantages with people, whether they're the bros or, or otherwise, to basically say like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take out a big player. I'm going to take yeah. out Wes. If he doesn't play his idol, then then we should we should take the shot, you know? Um, and Justin's got nothing to lose because he knows he's safe. I could see people getting behind that. It's weird that just maybe this is maybe Justin was just waiting for the opportunity to sort of I strike, so. and now he's cushioned enough that he could do it. Everybody's been taking care of him to this point, but now he's like made a move. And do you think do you think Zach turned on the Bro Alliance to go with Justin? Oh yeah, I think if if this were something you and I had played out, that makes perfect sense yeah. because Justin makes the plan. Zach's been waiting because the bros voted out his closest ally, yep. so he's pulling sort of like if you're a Survivor fan, this is sort of a Natalie Anderson tactic of like waiting in the grass with your enemies um, and sort of buddying up to your enemies. And I think this was the perfect opportunity. He and Justin could sort of work together. They might not be directly connected, but they are both connected through Tommy. So, like, there is a connection there, and they could bond over something like that. So, I, I bet you that's what happened. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wes got played. Wes got really Ooh. played in this. This was... Wow, wow, wow. That, that was... I feel like that could have been a blindside almost. 
It had to have been because he didn't play his idol. There's yep. no way he thought he was going home. Not a chance he thought he was going wow, home. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. All we right. are moving on to episode 12. Oof. We're getting there. We're making our way through this, baby. It's not going to be a five-hour stream, Doug. How how amazing it's, is that? I know. This our is the whole point. Are being met. We are a success. <laughs> yes, this is rejuvenating. <laughs> this this is rejuvenating. It is right. Yes, yes. So so this this would be the penultimate episode if this were on TV. This would be like the last episode before like the big, huge, like three-hour finale. finale. Um, so this is, this is, uh, this is big stuff here that we're hitting. <laughs> this is big stuff. So we're, we're almost close to the end. So let's review who's still in play. We've got mm-hmm. Zach. We've got Trent. We've got Zoe. We've got Justin Elgar, Carlos and Maya. I never would have expected. This is wild. It's also funny. Cause like we have, you know, we have, hit people guy like in the chat who's been saying team justin he's like the very beginning (laughs) team justin this whole time i know i know and whatever energy that hit people guy is putting out into the universe seriously stop (laughs) (laughs) it looks like long's toys agrees with you (laughs) he says i swear if justin wins this whole thing Look, we were not expecting this. No. You know, honestly, what's wild, too, is the people this left. This is all die. This is dice. This is all dice, all coins, all randomizer. This is, what's wild, God. too, is like all of our sort of like eccentric picks, all the picks that never would have even been cast in the first or second season because right. we had like a very sort of like narrow yeah. pool. They're almost all gone. Elgar is the only person left who's like not a standard ranger pick it's it's so weird but story wise but story wise he is going hard he wants to avenge the diva talks losses yeah two losses that she had yeah and his bond with family is 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 strong he's here to prove that his family can do this which would be amazing if he wins the final thing what a comeback Uh. what a story i don't want it I'll I don't it want love it. it. I'll, I'll I'll simultaneously love it for the story and hate it for personal interest. <laughs> Perfect Survivor. So Doug. funny. Perfect oh, that's the Survivor. best thing about Survivor, though. Oh, all right, let's get into this penultimate episode here. Yes. All right, so we got to roll for our general outcome. Okay. See if this is a vote off or something else. All right. It's a six. Okay. Whoo! Vote off. We're getting so late into the game. That it's like the wor- it's so ba- I mean we say this every time but yeah. it's really terrible when somebody gets like medically evacuated but I wanted that looming fear you know so uh, glad the to threat. see another vote off here the threat exactly well this is uh, I'm gonna let you introduce this challenge because this is this was brilliant when I saw this I was like absolutely 100 percent yes over and over let's yes. do this challenge <laughs> so this challenge is called game of bridge. This was featured in the regular Survivor season 23, 27, and 36. But for the Power Rangers twist, castaways must race to remove large pieces of stale toast from a giant toaster and use them to create a bridge. (laughs) Each toast must be individually buttered. Once the bridge is completely buttery, (laughs) The castaways must climb a ladder while their feet are now covered in rich 
creamy butter. At the top, they must solve a puzzle. The first person to complete the puzzle wins. Oh, man. Brilliant. Brilliant. Bravo. Bravo. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I got to say, though, I recoiled a little bit at the rich, creamy butter. It's like, oh, it's very descriptive. (laughs) But, but Doug, that's what makes it so buttery. Indeed. Yes. (laughs) All right. So a hidden immunity idol must come back into play. Who's getting it? Uh, let's find out here. Let me make sure I've got all the people left. I've got seven folks in this finale yep. or this uh, penultimate episode. So let me make sure it's seven. Yep. Okay. So the person who ends up finding it, I like to imagine that this is another challenge idol because I love challenge idols. Yeah. So maybe this is like hidden under one of their bridges or it's like, you know, it's on a platform somewhere. Butter. It's <laughs> 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 just like, now I'm just imagining like a whole like bucket of butter that they're like, buttering their toast with maybe you know what it is there's there's like a clue in there there's like a clue in everybody's bucket there's a clue in the bucket and then and then they have to like when they're getting their puzzle pieces on the table it's like under the table yeah Uh, can you imagine them like fiddling with this like slippery buttery clue (laughs) okay so the person the person who finds the clue and ends up finding the idol is Justin from Turbo. So he now has two idols. Are you telling me he's got two idols, Doug? He has two idols. In his, I'm, that's God. what I'm telling you. <laughs> God, no. <sighs> Here's the thing. We're so close, though, that like he's running out of time. He can't use them in order to win. He can just Correct. use them to secure his place like late in the game. So it's, you know, it depends on how Steve, cocky he is. Hit people but... guy, you're putting that Justin energy into the universe. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't want Justin to win. He's manifesting and it's working. It's it's working. <laughs> Look at that all caps team Justin. I see you. I see you. Yeah, we... Longs toys. Redo this. <laughs> Redo this season. <laughs> it's just like we're we're redoing this season. No, no, we're not. This is this is it. Um, Here's the thing though. Here's the thing. Because you and I are not choosing the narrative, both of those idols are still left to chance. Like, yeah. He still has to flip for them. So it is still possible that Justin will get arrogant and not use them. But that Correct. is entirely up to the coin. So the the ch- the chance, you know, still left to chance. Yes. So we'll see. We'll yes. see if it actually helps him as much as it should. <laughs> People have gone home with two idols in their pocket before. It wouldn't be a first. <laughs> But who is the butteriest of them all? Oh, yes, that's right. We do have to uh, we have to figure out who actually wins this. The butteriest of them all. Appropriately not Justin, because he was, he was trying right. to find the clue and the idol, is Carlos. Carlos is the butteriest, um, which, okay. you know, he, he was a Green Ranger. He's getting the, the vibes. Green Ranger vibes. Um, I love it. Exactly. You know, he's powered by, by his green... I was going to say Ancestors, but he came way before Bridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the Green Descendants. Yes, yes. It, it's all yes. a morphin grid. It's all, it's all coming back to him. Yeah. Time is weird. <laughs> Time is weird. So yeah. we've got the, the only person who has an idol. We've got the... Oh, the Legacy Advantage. Can he... What's so the, that? Can only that be is, used at six, right? 
at six. So next round. So there's seven okay. going into six. So he can use it next round. Okay. Okay. And and presumably he will. Um, because it can only be played in those two places and he didn't yeah. play it the first time. So. Well, uh, let's roll for if Justin's using either one of his immunity idols. Yeah, let's do that. Intelligently, he does use one of them. Okay, <laughs> good. So he uses one. He is safe from this vote. Um, and so is Carlos. So Carlos can't be voted out or voted for. Justin can be voted for, but we'll see if uh, if he okay. ends up nullifying those votes. So let's see what happens. Justin, smart move, because Justin did get the oh! most number of votes. So he cancels out all the votes that people put on him. Unfortunately, that means Maya is the one going home as no. the person who got the second most number Come of votes. Come on! Justin pulling off an incredible move. <laughs> My God, Maya... <laughs> what is happening? I was like, go, what go women. <laughs> go women. And no, we get this crap. <laughs> this season is so weird. This is the... it's, it's, it's so weird that I'm starting to love it, Eric. I'm starting to kind of come around because it's, it's just so nonsensical. This, I hey, look, it's the void. This is crazy. <laughs> the void is, is weird. It's strange, Doug. This is it a is strange, very strange survivor. The energy is all off. Nothing makes sense. Up is down. Down is up. Octopi are made of crystals. I don't... What? What is the void? What's, it's, what's it's, going on? It, we don't know. But, you know, it is wild, though, because this season on TV basically would be, like, Justin playing sort of, like, the weak one who's, like, maybe energetic and, like, people are sort of feel bad for but like, and then gets, like, a couple rounds into the merge and is, like... Now's my chance. Yeah. Like, I'm going to make a run for the end now. And even if you and I don't like it, what like, that would be so incredible to watch on TV. It would be. It really would oh be. Oh, my gosh. What is this? I just really wish it had been, like, Jack or Doggy or Ari or literally any of them instead. Literally but what's weird anyone. is it actually kind of makes sense because he's one of the least threatening people there. Yeah, <sighs> it's true. So. Oh my gosh. Okay. We've arrived. At the finale. The finale is here. The finale is here. I'm not spelling here. anything. I'm just excited. I I am going to, so I don't have to keep scrolling again, I am uh, pasting our final list so far. Whew, our final six here. Our final six. Our, our finale cast here. Uh, one more time. Zach, Trent, Zoe, Justin, on a roll. Elgar. Elgar, protected kind of this whole time. Um, yeah. and, uh, Carlos Elgar's really been like gambling with these advantages, sort of like keeping them close to his chest, but it's uh, been working. It's been working. I don't know how he's he, like, he shouldn't have even had allies. It's so weird, but this is a weird season. So you know, maybe he's a little bit more personal <sighs> and a little wacky. I don't know. He's doing that thing where like, he knows he's coming in with a target on his back because of Divatox and because, yeah. you know, maybe Divatox coached him and said like, you need to chill. And so like when he shows up and he's not like totally obnoxious all the time, everyone's like, oh, maybe he's not that bad. Um, I don't know. Those turbo folks, who would have thought? <laughs> so <laughs> Steve in the chat brings up a good point. He says, here's the real question. Did Justin show off that he had two idols when he used the first one? That is a good point. And that's actually, you know, this makes me wonder like, 
it sounds like Hit People Guy might be a Survivor fan. If not, I think you'd like it because it seems like you think like a, a Survivor <laughs> fan or a Survivor player. Yeah, it's very possible that Justin would have shown them off. Um, I, I'm not sure. But what? here's the thing no. because he did – he still got the most number of votes. So right. it could be one of those things where like he puts on a show and everyone's like, this is obviously an act. Like it's too much. Like there's right. no way this little kid has two idols. Those things have to be fake. So I don't know if he like put on a show and so like they were like, this is – it's 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 all phony. Um, and maybe that's why they voted for him. It's It's one of those things that seems like it shouldn't work but sometimes kind of does. Chris longed pretty good for a Survivor season. I know, right? Like, I mean, you want to be surf- like surprised watching Survivor and uh, color me very surprised. <laughs> Especially pretty good for a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Oi. Oi. Oi, oi, oi. This is the huge finale. This is episode 13. We have a lot of parts to get through for this finale. Yes. Yes, we do. We do. So let's, for part one, let's roll our general outcome. Yeah, we're, we're coming up on, on the last few of those, because obviously yeah. we're not going to want anybody injured in, like, the finale. So This is a 13. Perfect. So a traditional vote-off. Um, and I think we can probably roll right into the challenge here. Yeah, because, let's do it. Uh, we don't need to introduce new idols at final six. So. Was, was this your pick? This, I think... Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. I think these last few, uh, I'm not sure. Um, But I'm happy to talk about it. So this is Sands of Time Force. Oh, yeah, this was definitely my pick. So this is the Sands of Time Force. Um, This was featured in seasons two, three, four, and seven of the American Survivor series. Here's how it'll work. Castaways simultaneously shoot Chrono Blasters at a wall of 18 targets. Each target carries the name of one other castaway. So there are three targets per castaway. The last ranger remaining with a target intact wins. So this is going to be, I think, one of our last sort of gamified challenges, if not our last gamified challenge. So um, the way that we're going to do this is each player, we're just going to go down the list. We're going to flip a coin. um, And each time that player gets a tails, one of their targets is gone. Um, so basically three strikes, right? Okay. Um, so this is going to kind of have to be a little bit rapid fire, I suppose. All right. Um, so I'm just going to dive in. So Zach first target stays fine. Trent fine. If this goes too long, we'll switch methods. Fine. If everybody makes it through this first round, fine. Then we'll, we'll switch to dice. And that's what it's looking like. We're going to have to do here. Okay. Yeah. Everybody was fine. So what we're going to do instead, I'm going to grab dice of a bunch of different colors we're gonna grab a black one for zach we're gonna grab a white one for trent uh let's see gotta make sure i got all the colors here zoe we got yellow justin we got blue where's a blue die elgar will use i guess red and carlos will use green okay so I don't know why I'm not just drawing, but dice are cool. Dice are awesome. Okay, so highest number went to white. So Trent. So Trent is going to end up winning this challenge. Because the way I built it was going to take a long time after those flips. Okay. So Trent wins the challenge. Now we have to flip for... Elgar's legacy advantage because this is the last time that he can use it. 
Yes, it is the last time he can use it. So let's find out if he does. I have no idea why he wouldn't. Okay. Whoop. I dropped the coin, everybody. We're going to do that again. Whoops. <clears throat> Sorry. And he does use it, which makes sense. Of it course. would be absolute, uh, absolute ridiculousness if he didn't use it. So, okay, Elgar is going to use his legacy advantage. That is something you would use before votes are cast, so right. nobody can even vote for him. So he's not even eligible. Next, we got to figure out if Justin is going to use his other hidden immunity idol. Correct. He should, but things have been going his way, so we'll see if he got we'll cocky. See. He does not use it. Very, very bad move, Justin. So yep. Justin doesn't use it, and he is still vulnerable. Um, Elgar is not vulnerable. Trent is not vulnerable. The only people who can be voted out are Zach, Zoe, Justin, and Carlos. Oh, boy, are we ready? Here we go. All right, let's find out who it is. Unsurprisingly, Zoe is voted out at final six. Come on. So Boys Club is winning. <laughs> Boys Club is winning. Wow. You hate, oy, you hate to see it. It just, uh, it ends, it, it's weird because we ended up calling it, I think, earlier than it should have been obvious. Right. And the fact that it ended up, it ended up actually playing out that way is wild because literally we have no control over it. We have no control <laughs> over this. Wow. So... Bummer. That's really, really, that's really upsetting. That's probably the person that I was rooting for the most at this point. I guess now it would be Zach. I think Zach's probably the person I'm rooting for most. Maybe Trent, those two. I would love, personally, I would love to see Trent win. Trent's one of my favorite characters. Um, I believe he was one of my picks to even bring him into the season. So as a producer, I'd love to see him win. That would be awesome. That would be I, awesome. I would love to see Zach win too. Uh, you know, an original Mighty Morphin. Uh, he's kind of been on the odds and ends with some people. He's been kind of fighting his way through it. So, yeah. We'll see what happens. We well, will see what happens. We're going into our part two of the finale. We're going to roll. Final five. This is the final five. We are going to roll for the general outcome. This is the last time somebody could go out injured because it is the latest. I mean, technically somebody could get injured at any point, but based on the show, this is the latest I believe anybody has ever been injured and taken out of the game. And it was a four. So general outcome for that. Good. Avoiding that. Love to see it. Okay, cool. So we're getting a traditional vote off here. Um, This challenge, this is the House of Power cards It's a House of Cards-based challenge. Um, There's a specific, like, teeter-totter variant of it that we're going to use that was featured in Seasons 23, 26, and 34 of the American Survivor Show. And here's how it'll work. Players must create a Tower of Power cards with one hand while using the other hand to balance the platform on which they are building. First to reach the target height wins immunity. This, I know we haven't talked a whole lot about the the show and we've been trying not to, but this is one right. of my favorite moments in Survivor history. In Survivor South Pacific, they were doing this challenge mm-hmm. and one of the people's like dropped their tower and like were yelling at another player to come over and like pick up their pieces. Wow. And Jeff had to be like, no, 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 no. That's not, you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> it was the greatest thing ever. You can't make somebody like throw the challenge for you. It was so good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Yep. So, <laughs> so good. who wins this? All right. So the winner of the house of cards challenge, I mean, we don't have any, we didn't even put any mega force people on this season. So nobody has like a power card advantage. Here. Right. 
Um, I don't think anybody here would necessarily have an advantage. No magicians or anything like that. But uh, should be an even playing field. Oh, Elgar uh, manages to pull this off and once again <sighs> make himself safe um, from elimination here. Uh, this is also the last time... We're at Final Five, right? Yeah, this is the last yeah. time Justin will be able to use his hidden immunity idol does he have one left he has one um, left so if he uses it and elgar uses it both both turbo folks end up making their way into the final well, you know four, what? Which I, 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 I never would have guessed i i never would have guessed either i mean these were really our producer joke picks almost yeah they were the characters you put on the show because you're like they'll be funny and goofy um, and they'll probably get voted out early. But you know what? Sometimes those people actually make it to the end. It's true. So, it's true. We'll see. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So um, Elgar Elgar gets it uh, for, for this immunity. So I'm going to... I'm going to switch to our tribal council. Yeah. All right. Elgar is safe. We got to find out if Justin will end up being yeah. safe. He did. I mean, it paid off. He ended up... Uh, he ended up... Uh, he still has an idol, right? Yeah, he does. He does. Okay. Okay. And one I'm just like in disbelief, I guess. But but one <laughs> can't go back. Like this is the last time. Like, oh yeah, no, this is the last time any right. hidden immunity idol can, everybody is vulnerable after this. Yeah, so. okay. Um so let's see if Justin ends up using it. He'd be a fool not to. He does not use it again. But it's out of the game anyway after this, yeah. right? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Wow. He is uh, very, very sure of himself as a kid. Yes. He must be trusting whatever connections he's made. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he figures like I'm, I'm good with Carlos and I'm good with, I'm Trent, good with Zach. I guess. No, yeah, I, it was Zach. Zach. I, I think, <sighs> I think he's, Oh, good. that's right. That's right. Cause they flip together. Right. So I, I think he's good with, um, yeah, I think he's good with Carlos and Zach. I think Trent while originally part of that bro alliance, maybe he's kind of getting out. Um, so, yeah. So, okay. Who's all right? Then who's out? Let's see if your gamble for your souvenir to take home pays off, Justin. Person voted out is Carlos. I don't what. What? How is it just because Carlos is like a nice guy, straight shooter who's been like riding with the same people for the most part that they were like that guy's. There's like no strategy. Threat? Like, wh- like, is he just like too? Like, are they confident he would win in the end? Because he did. Like, I don't. I mean, I guess. I guess he's just like, like, I don't know. That's <laughs> so weird. <sighs> yeah, he does have friends on the jury, so I guess it makes sense. But it's just all these people. I feel like have the same, basically, the same friends and enemies. Yeah, you would think. So I don't. I don't really know with this one. I think maybe Trent was able to get on the side of, of Zach and um, Justin and say, look, we can just make Elgar a goat. Yeah, exactly. I think you're right. I think that's exactly what happened. Justin and Zach bonded a few rounds back and have been right. riding together. And they basically made a deal with Elgar figuring if we take him to the end no one's going to vote for a villain to win exactly and and justin puts down his past hero versus elgar villain aside and yeah yeah oh my gosh so weird it's <laughs> the weirdest season ever <laughs> this is just, hey look if this wasn't weird it wouldn't be fun 
Exactly. I mean, that, yeah, that's what makes it fun. I, I was hoping that the randomizing would make it fun, and and it has because it's it's you know one of the one of the points of randomizing it was for us to be surprised and to be just as blindsided as everybody else, and I think we succeeded. <laughs> so, oh boy. Okay, we're at our final wow. four here. This is this is where things get really wild because at the final four you have your final immunity challenge. Um, and the person who wins the final immunity challenge ends up getting this advantage in that they get to decide sort of who sits in the end um, mm. and who like competes for their spot in the end. It's really weird and we'll get we'll get into it. Uh, but first, we just need to, I think, figure out like who wins and then we'll get into the nitty gritty. OK, because um, I don't want to assume everybody has watched Survivor. So, yeah. Um, so, OK, so this this challenge um, this is my favorite final challenge ever. I think it's one of the cool. I don't actually think it was a final challenge, but we're going to use it as a final challenge. It's my favorite challenge. Um, it's one of the coolest sets I've ever seen. This is the vertical maze that was featured wow. one time in Survivor Vanuatu season nine. Um, and it's exactly what it sounds like. It is one of the most impressive challenge sets in Survivor history. I think it's a massive maze, but it's vertical. So instead of walking on the ground and going around and trying to find your way through, you're literally like climbing up ladders and like going higher and higher and higher and trying to do a maze. That's like standing up on its side. It is so cool. It's, I, it's awesome. Oh, so, so, so cool. So um, I would think, I would think that Zach and Trent should be better at this than Justin and Elgar, but Justin and Elgar seem They've to have surprised really trained us. themselves for this season. <laughs> They've surprised us before. I wouldn't uh-huh. be surprised if it happens again. Yes, exactly. So, oy, 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 oy. so I who guess, I guess that's all we have left to do is figure out who wins it. So the person who ends up winning this challenge and the ability to sort of determine the rest of the game and how that'll play out is Justin from Power Rangers Turbo. Are you telling me he's in the final three? Maybe, 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 maybe. Okay, so here's why I say maybe. Here's how the final four works in Modern Survivor. So, Justin has won the challenge. Justin has the immunity necklace. um, And so Justin gets to make pretty much all the decisions from here on out. Okay. So what they did, uh, I think like a few years ago, was they introduced something called the Final Four Fire Making Challenge. And here's how this works. Um, The person who wins the Final Four Challenge, Justin, gets to choose one person who will automatically be in the Final Three. This is going to be Elgar, Trent, or Zach. Justin won the Vertical Maze, right? Yes, Yes, he did. Which was the which was a challenge with only four people left. So how does he get to make the decision for the fire making? So that's so this is this is this like that. That's yeah. That's what I'm getting into. Oh, so, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, you're good. You're good. So the way that this is sort of um, like it's going to be a final three, right? The jury is going to get yes. picked from a final three. So this determines how the final like who the final three is. So Justin wins the final four challenge. He gets to choose one person, either Elgar, Trent, or Zach, who will automatically go to the final three. Presumably, Justin, because he's safe, will also go to the final three. And then the two people left will battle in a fire-making competition. 
The wrinkle is that Justin is allowed, it is unlikely, but he is allowed to give his immunity necklace to somebody else, thereby putting two people into the final three and putting himself into the fire-making challenge. He's allowed to do that, and people have done it before, and the reason people have done it is to basically do, like, to take one last stand and be like, I am the best. Justin doesn't need to do that. There's no reason for him to do that. No. So there's two things we could do. We could just assume that he doesn't do that because he has the necklace, or we can stack the randomizer so that it's unlikely that he does that, but it's still possible. How do you you want to do it? I... I don't think, and this is, we haven't been doing this so far. This would be the only time I think we've done this. I don't think it makes any sense for Justin, who's pulled off all these moves and won challenges. I don't think it makes any sense for him to go into a fire-making challenge. No. So I would be fine if this was the only thing you and I decided not to randomize. But if we want to randomize literally everything, the way I would do it is basically put Elgar, Trent, and Zach's name in more times and put Justin's name in only once. Let's randomize it. Let's do that then. Okay. So what we're going to do first, we're going to do the randomizer with just, just Elgar, Trent and Zach first. And that's going to decide who Justin automatically puts in the final three. Okay. Okay. So we're going to take, uh, Justin out of it. We're going to randomize it. Justin has chosen Elgar, which makes total sense. Yep. To sit in the final three. So Elgar is automatically in the final three. In the wildest season of Power Rangers Survivor ever. This is insane, dude. So now we're going to take Elgar out. We are going to put Zach and Trent's name in, I'm going to say three times. Okay. Each. And we're going to put Justin's name in once. Okay. Does that does that seem weighted against Justin enough? Yes. Because there's no reason he should put himself in, nope. but it's still possible. Sure. So we're going to randomize a list that has Justin once and Zach and Trent three times. Okay. Okay, Justin does not put himself in. He sits in the final three. So the final three will be Elgar, Justin, and either Trent and Zach, which in my mind makes perfect sense for the final four. Yes. Because I don't think, I think all of them think they can beat Elgar. And I think Justin would not want both Trent and Zach in the final three with him. Exactly. He wants to take out the two bigger players left. I right. Think. And there's, I think there's no way he sh- would have or should have put Zach in the final three because Zach is like the most charismatic person ever. Absolutely. And uh, so it makes sense that he would make, make, uh, make those folks fight for it. So, okay. All right. So now what we have to do is we have to figure out which one of them wins the fire making challenge um, and ends up in the final three with okay. Justin and Elgar. So I'll, um, you know what? I have a white die. I'll go. Cool. With Trent. And I'll roll a black die for Zach. Okay. And this is for Man, who do you, wins. Do you, this is who wins the fire-making challenge and thereby earns their place in the final three. So I, the person who loses is the last member of the jury. person who wins sits next to Justin and Elgar. The reason I am rolling for Trent is because out of all these people, I like Trent the most. I was just going to ask if you had a pick. And I'm glad that you picked Trent because I would have picked Zach. So it's perfect that we're rolling for these two. <sighs> Here we okay. go. You ready? Yep. I got a 15. 19. <laughs> 19! Wow. Trent! Wow. Okay, so Trent earns his place in the final three. And here's the thing. Like, 
again, this is, you know, we're, we're not deciding any of this stuff, but like winning the final fire making challenge right. is such a huge thing in front of the jury because you do it in front of the jury. Yeah. So you're basically like literally fighting for your spot in the final three. And yep. Trent just did that. Trent just did Ooh. that. So we have a final three. We have a final three. Our final three is Justin Elgar. I don't understand. Uh, <laughs> And Trent, which you totally understand. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> Look, this is <sighs> the wildest season of Power Rangers Survivor. It, literally, literally, two of the final three are people that I mentioned on our pre-show that I thought 100% should have been the first and second boot. Doug, like, I, what? <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> don't understand i'm with you chris long wtf what happened (laughs) we don't know this whole thing has been random you're seeing us rolling dice i can't i can't control this doggy would have won that firsthand dude if you and i had control over this and this is only this is only mildly true because we did try to keep our biases yes out of the previous season yes but if we were being totally biased if you and i just decided how this went yeah doggy would be there jack would be there Ari would be oh there my God. grace would be there dana would be there <laughs> basically our entire pre-merge would be there of course like, <laughs> it's like the universe has conspired against us <laughs> to make the wildest season of power rangers survivor in the history of it it's it's the irony of all this is so wild. I just I don't even understand. Okay, so we have a final three. Yes. So the only thing left to do is figure out who actually wins Power Ranger Survivor Five: The Void. That's it. So how how are we doing this? Well, it looks like we have. I mean, our game has um, thirteen jurors. But it does look like we might have about nine or ten viewers. Um, if they're all, <laughs> sorry, I just saw somebody in the chat. Well, no, Mason we actually we have we sorry we have ten jurors. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. So we might actually have enough people in the chat to be a jury if you all are there. Like, if you're active, we might be able to do that. Um, what do you think, Eric? Okay, chat. This is your time to sound off. If you have just been lurking, well, no, because I'm I'm watching the stream on one. Are you watching the stream? Still? I'm watching it, so I think we sh- we should have nine people, we have which nine. is still a pretty traditional jury number. So it's not exactly our jury, but it's a good number. Then then let's hit it. If you are active in the chat, if you are a viewer, we need you to sound off in the chat, even if you have not been active in the chat. So at this point, just say here. Just say here. Don't, just say, don't here. say just anything else. Type We just here. want to see how many people are here. Type here. Okay, so I want to call this comment out while people are doing that. Mason Merrill, this reminds me of Game Changers. I feel you. I feel you so much on that. This is 100% that. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say because that is like an all-star season. I don't know if Eric has seen it, but this is that. <laughs> Okay. Okay, we got one, one two, two three. three, four, five, six, seven folks. Oh, Aaron. Eight folks. Okay, last viewer. Come on. Anybody else? 
I mean, eight isn't a terrible number for a three-person jer- or for a three-person finale. Okay. Yeah, Mason, a hundred percent. That's exactly what this is. Such a good analogy. All right, I don't know who that other viewer is. We'll maybe give them uh, thirty more seconds. But what what do you think? Should we give everyone a vote? I feel like eight people is a good number, and I feel like it's it's a I think it's a nice reward for for sticking it out with us. Yeah. You know what, Doug? You're absolutely right. Thank you, chat. Thank you to the, um, what was that, eight again? Yeah, we got eight folks who are active right now, it looks like. You eight folks have been active and participated, and you have watched nearly over three hours of Power Rangers Survivor. You have earned this reward. (laughs) Cast your vote now. You yes, cast a vote for one vote for one vote for Trent Mercer, Justin, or Elgar. Oh my gosh! And and we'll wait. We'll wait till we get we'll all wait. all eight of those in. If you said you were here, you get to vote. Justin, Elgar, or Trent. One for Elgar. One, one for, for Trent. Trent. Two for Trent. Trent. Three Three for for Trent. Trent. Four for Trent. Trent only needs one more, I think. Five 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 for Trent. Trent. The winner! I still want to see the rest of these votes. I still want to see the rest of them, y'all. It's Trent. And one for Justin. Yep. Okay. Okay. We have a winner. That's all eight votes. Our Power Ranger, Soul Survivor Ranger, (laughs) is Trent Mercer. Dino Thunder White Ranger. I think that that makes perfect sense. Even inside the universe of the game we just saw, I think it makes sense. Trent just won his position into the final three. Yep. He's a good guy. He's been through a lot. He played a pretty straightforward game. He rolled with the people he rolled with, even if he was voting out like... Even if he was with the group of people voting out, like, the women and the older folks, he still rode with those people. So there was, like, a loyalty factor there. Yep. Um, I could see people being frustrated with Justin because I think he did do a little bit of this and that, you know. And he he sort of rode the early game as, like, a weakling. I could see people being annoyed by that. And Elgar, you know, I think he played a good game, but ultimately he was brought there as a goat. He was placed in the final three. He didn't earn it. Justin put him there. Um, so I actually think it makes makes perfect sense as a six one one. Yep. Wow. But here's here's a little twist. What do you got? Steve, hit people guy wants to see uh, if you could randomize it. I will randomize it, but I do want to make it clear we gave the vote to our chat jury. We gave the so vote the, to the chat. Trent the winner has won. is the winner. Trent yes. is the winner. But if you're cool with it, Eric, I will randomize it just to see what would have happened. Let's randomize it. Let's, okay, let's so see we're going to put in... The, well, uh, the Void does alternate realities. <laughs> so in the, the well, alternate... there's a reality where everybody won at some point. <laughs> so, yeah. But in the alternate reality where we didn't give the fans to vote, what happened? Okay, let's see. Elgar ends up winning in the alternate reality. Wow. Wow. Justin so glad played. that didn't happen. <laughs> it's, I'm so sorry, hit people guy. So sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> In neither reality did Justin win. <laughs> Look, 
this has been wild. I'm surprised Justin and Elgar even got to the top three. Like, what? Both of them? Both of them? I would have been surprised if one of them made it, but both of them? I honestly, honestly, like, I'm just, and, and you know what? We did build it so that this could happen. Yes. And so I'm actually as wild as it was and as weird as it was and as devastating as the early game was and as confusing as the late game was, I'm actually really happy at the way that it went because you and I never could have seen this coming. No. In a million years. In a million years, (laughs) we could never have planned for this type of game. (laughs) <laughs> we never could have played for this type of outcome. This uh, is incredible. So weird. So good. So. <laughs> hey guys, God. I'm the new Survivor loser. <laughs> Chris Long, thank you. Thank you. Oh my God. That's awesome. Ay, ay, ay. So funny. Ay, ay, ay. I just want to give a shout out to our viewers. Yes. I know that Saturday evening is a big commitment for some people, especially before Christmas, but I I really appreciate, I guess I can switch back to just our, our main split because we're done. We got the winner. Yeah. We, we've got our winner. This is, I mean, yeah. we're just celebrating now. <laughs> so really, I can't think... I can't thank our viewers enough, our listeners. We will have this as a Audible podcast episode next Saturday. So if you miss the live stream, we're still going to keep up the live stream, but we're going to have a podcast version for the rest of our listeners to listen to. And I really want to thank everyone who has participated and got to be voting in our final jury yes i'm so appreciative that you guys stuck it out so appreciative that you're here to vote that's so cool i'm so glad that we were able to get like a full jury vote basically out of our chat thanks thank you guys that was really really cool yeah and please let us know if you like this format for survivor ranger if you like the completely random craziness of (laughs) all of this and we do so Yeah, we totally overhauled it, and I love the way that it came out. Yeah, most likely, this is the format for Survivor Ranger going forward. Yeah, I I would be surprised. I mean, unless unless everybody was like, meh, but I I, I like it. I think it's cool. But let us know what you guys think. Absolutely. And just kind of like a final part before we say goodbye. Yeah. Um, I want to say we've got the holidays are next week. I know there's there's Kwanzaa and I know you know I think Hanukkah already Hanukkah happened, yeah right? Hanukkah finished that's what I was blanking on Hanukkah but if you celebrate if you don't celebrate this is the end of the year coming up the holiday season is upon us and this is our last episode of the year for Ranger Command Power Hour and it's been a very crazy year. I'm glad Doug and I were able to put this together. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad we were able to do over, you know, how many ever uh, hours that we did this year for Ranger Command. And we were consistent the whole year with everything going on. And it's really because of our listeners. It's because of the community that 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 we have supporting us. I, I really can't thank everyone enough for, for just tuning in. So... I want to wish everyone just happy holidays, have a great new year, and we'll be back uh, in January with new episodes, including 
our seventh anniversary episode. Whoa. Seven years. So <laughs> really, everyone, thank you so much. This was a crazy season of Power Rangers Survivor. <laughs> the craziest. This was nuts. By far. This was nuts. By far. <laughs> Absolutely nuts. So Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. We're on Twitter at rangercommandph and Instagram and Facebook at rangercommandpowerhour. All one word. Doug, thank you for another awesome Power Rangers Survivor for joining me on this journey. Of course. I, I love this. You really killed it. I'm telling you, this would not be possible without Doug's organization of this. Oh. He, he knows Survivor in and out. He is one of the <laughs> biggest Survivor super fans that I'll ever know. And I'm so glad that we have done five seasons of Power Rangers Survivor. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. So once again, we're signing out. Thank you everyone for joining us and have an amazing night and an amazing weekend and great holidays. Thank you. See ya. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour only on the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphin Grid at www dot rangercommand.com follow us on twitter at rangercommandph like us on facebook and instagram at rangercommandpowerhour ranger command is also on patreon become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks by pledging you are helping us make our show even better go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more Thanks for listening.